hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 55 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Quick shameless plug, don't forget to check out last week's bonus episode of Serge's sit-down interview from the early November with his guitarist, Joe Sapula. <laughs> damn it. Sapala? <laughs> Sapala. Sorry, You're close. Brother. Next time I'll get it. Uh, we have a, a jam-packed show for you this week here on episode 55, but Sam, you are absolutely right. Please make sure to go back and listen to uh, last week's bonus episode. We recorded it last Friday. It dropped last Saturday, so a week ago uh, from today. Today is Saturday, August 12th. It came out last week, um, and it is already our second highest rated episode of all time out of all 55 and technically this is episode 55 but since that was the bonus that was the 55th episode we did it's the second highest rated of all time only behind our e3 predictions episode with chris shriver okay that's solid yeah. and i'm sure it's only a matter of time before this one will eventually take it over it's not that far behind right. that's so, what i like to hear yeah, it's not actually uh, it, I'm sorry, it passed the that Chris Shriver episode. It is uh, behind the episode where Ashley came on and talked about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. That's actually the episode that it's behind. It's, it's eight downloads behind, so it should be there by the end of tomorrow. That's solid. Yeah, so very cool. Go ahead, Ash. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's famous. <laughs> she's on the most popular episode of our podcast. <laughs> Great. Of Beauty and the Beast. We have a, like I said, we have a crazy show for you this week. Uh, we have a different kind of top three, and we're going to do it right in the open. Um, I suggested it to Sam because, of course, I did. And uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's fitting. <laughs> and he was cool with it. Um, but we have our top three right in the open. We then have our trivia. It is one and a half to one and a half. Still, it's it's neck and neck. It's a grind. <laughs> it's a grind. Uh, then we're getting into TV with our favorite segment. Winter is here. Uh, we'll go into the movie section and end it with gaming. We're keeping that flow of TVs, movies, gaming until probably Game of Thrones ends because we want to start with Winter is here on the episode, and then it just naturally flows to movies and then gaming last. We do have. Um, a quick note about SummerSlam. SummerSlam is next Sunday, so we'll preview it on next week's episode with the card. Um, but we'll get into just a little bit of WWE at the end of the show as we do have SummerSlam 1998 on as our pay-per-view of choice as we record this episode. And it's it's only fitting, brother. <laughs> right now we have Val Venus versus D'Lo Brown for the WWF European Championship. This was one of the last pay-per-views. Uh, I think it was in 2001 when it became the WWE. So there was, this was only three years before it became the WWE. So uh, this was this was deeply entrenched in what they refer to as the Attitude Era. I'm waiting for the main event. Yeah, the main event. I think this one is uh, Rock. Or I'm sorry, Stone Cold versus The Undertaker. Uh, there's also a, trip, uh, a ladder match between Triple H and The Rock. So it's damn it's, good. It's, good. it's definitely good stuff. It's going to stay on after you leave today. So <laughs> I'm hyped about that. But... Um, you, you can go ahead and find us anywhere you want. We podcast and we know things.com is your one stop shop for everything. We podcast and we know things. That includes the links to our Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash vanilla bear35. That is where you can watch all of our speed running efforts and all of our uh, live streams. And maybe we do a couple post podcasts. We do have one lined up. We don't know exactly when, but we have a really fun one that involves Crash Bandicoot that Sam and I will be doing at some point in the future. So stay tuned for that. You can check us out on YouTube. Just type in we podcast and we know things to find our channel. Our Podbean uh, app, which is obviously where you can download the podcast. You can also download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere podcasts are available. Our Twitter handle, at WePod and We Know, and uh, Facebook, which is just type in We 
Podcast and We Know Things, and Instagram, finally, at We Podcast and We Know Things. But all of that can be found in one convenient, tidy place, We Podcast and We Know Things.com. Sam, it is that time where we just dive into our top three, which is. <laughs> Listen, it's 8.18 a.m. on Saturday, August 12th, and we're about to dive in to our top three favorite foods. <laughs> it was so random when you texted me this. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And I, 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 had, I didn't think for a little bit, but we were recently in Maryland. My number three, we went to one of my favorite buffets, Embers, and crabs. All I need is give me some butter and stand back unless you want to get splashed because I'm cracking and there's things going flying everywhere. Listen, I sat across the table from you. There was eight gentlemen down there for my bachelor party. We all sat at the long table and I had the, I guess, the the honor honor of sitting across (laughs) from you and next to my brother, the two people that devoured the most crabs I've ever seen in one sitting. And uh, your brother spilled an entire thing of butter on his pants. And mine. Unfortunately, (laughs) we had to go home and put our shorts in the washing machine because he got melted butter all over my right leg all over him i mean don't get me wrong it was mostly mostly on him it was hilarious it was hilarious but sam's over there cracking i'm getting crab juice (laughs) flying in my eyes he's just doing the whole he's vicious with it he's ripping the claw just dipping the damn claw in butter (laughs) sucking the meat out of the claw you are all i'm a savage man come on i'm sitting there with my little soft serve ice cream like am i gonna get some so i'll pass down this food (laughs) i had remember actually when we were at that restaurant they had that special three corona ritas for yep. seven bucks, but little did we know they were just pony bottles of no, Corona. It, it's funny because I thought they knew because I'd been there a few times before, but I thought they were they were thinking that they were going to get some margarita drink when they got. It. I was like, why do they just want the small Coronas? Yeah. <laughs> they got it. They were like, God damn it! That would have been a hell of a deal. Three Corona Ritas for seven bucks. So I think that's why they got it. They planned on getting one each, and then they got the little pony bottles of Corona. They're like, do you want these? I was I was just literally cracking up like, oh, you poor bastards. <laughs> uh, so good choice. I like catching crabs more than I like eating them. Uh, we have a look like, a shore house where you can throw you know chicken off the bulkhead and we do line them up. I got you line them up and, and you pull the line up real slow. I love doing that. It's while monotonous, it's a lot of fun and I really enjoy that. So uh, I, I like that. I don't. I'm not a big fan of watching them get cooked, but I do like the smell. It, I, I just like when they're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Just put the newspaper down on the table, dump them out of the pot, that's all and need. let's get cracking, <laughs> brother. Uh, my number three. Um, I found this. I found this list to be the easiest top three I've ever had to do. Um, as you I'm know, I'm down to 232. I'm not 236 of pure passion anymore. I'm down to 232 of pure passion. But uh, I cannot stay away from my boy. You know him. You love him. Chicken parm. Okay, chicken parm style. That's usually almost my go-to at a restaurant because I'm not a big steak like a flame mignon guy. Ooh. That's usually my go-to. I uh, see now. I, I am, but. I love a good chicken parm, and this is why. Steak, yeah, sure. Steak, love steak, of love course. filet, love prime rib. Oh, do I love prime rib. Love a good steak sandwich. However, chicken parm, I can get it grilled without the breading. Yep. I can get it without the cheese and just chicken and red sauce I'm good with. I could do it on a sandwich. I could do it on a hoagie roll. There's a whole different multitudes <laughs> of ways to devour chicken parm. Plus, there's a place across the street, Horsham Pizza, that has a chicken parm and fries combo to die yeah, for. I think it's they use sprinkled seasoning. It's, it's very, very good. It's so good. Uh, Carabas, best chicken parm uh, I've had 
see when when I go to Karabi's, you always got to get the appetizer. You got to get the shrimp scampi because it's phenomenal. Mm. And then you got to get the Johnny. It's like a piece of chicken marsal. You get a piece of steak, and I think it's like lobster ravioli. It's it's That's delicious. a good combo. It That's is a solid combo. I, how can I get something else from you? They show me that. That's it for me. I do. So I was weird. I did the mozzarella sticks for appetizer, and then the chicken parm. So I'm literally eating wow. just the same thing. Jesus and goodness. then I would get chicken. No uh, shame in his game. Mama Mama Mandola's chicken soup is just on point <laughs> and then they used to have this thing called dessert rosa they don't have it anymore it was like a like a like a wet sponge cake with pineapple and strawberry and banana with like a that really sounds good delicious right now oh my god it was so good you pop it in the fridge and eat it cold oh my goodness gracious <laughs> i'm going to carabas today i think i think that's what we're we doing s- we sold it i think that's what we're doing tonight ashley and i are going to carabas but uh that is like chicken parm like just i'll say this Forget about it. Okay, hey, I, I won't argue because I'm Italian and it's it's a go-to. So my number two, it's actually like a combo. I, I it was tough for me to pick, but I'm a fan of Puerto Rican food, and you know, Machi's mom makes the best chicken and rice. I absolutely love chicken and rice, so I comboed the chicken and rice with tacos or any kind of tacos or anything. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, I'm more of a beef guy than a, a pork or a you know a steak or whatever. I mean chicken I like, but I prefer if it's a taco, I need the beef in my life, so I had to go with the Puerto Rican style. Let's let's do this. So I will let's let's do some power rankings. All right, <laughs> let's stack ranks and power rankings here. Shoot. We got Mo's Chipotle. <laughs> uh, Mo's Chipotle. I haven't been to Mo's. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Oh, we did. As we, we oh, that, was, that was a drunken night. <laughs> uh, Mo's uh, Cadoba Chipotle Taco Bell. Okay. What do you got? Was the best? Give me a stack rank. Give me a power ranking. I could uh, throw a fifth one on there if you want, no, like I'm on the border or something like that. But oh, they me and Brady were there last week. It was phenomenal. So that they only got one bathroom stall. Yeah, so that I, place is not conducive no to me. Chipotle probably number one, just because the amount of the food you're getting, you do get a lot. You do get a lot. It's phenomenal. Yeah. If you most was pretty good. I like now that I think about it. Most was pretty good. If you really want a good stand-up comedy bit, you have to listen to Sebastian Maniscalco do his Chipotle yeah. bit. It is the it is was, the bit that got me into him, and it is the funniest bit he, still. He was just on Preston and Steve yesterday. He nice. had a call, and it was hilarious. I was like, I yep, did subscribe. Like I did subscribe to his podcast. Dude, he doesn't, he, but he doesn't do the, the Sebastian sometimes. talk. Sometimes when he gets into a story and sure. he gets pissed or something, it, it, it's it just bear with it. But yeah, it's. Mo's I like Mo's you get, number two. You get the unlimited salsa bar. Yeah, that's, that's and pretty free good. Free chips with every order. But on so on the border could be a one or two combo. Then I like their case. Taco Bell probably a three or four. But what about it's, it's still good? Did you ever have Cadoba? I never had Cadoba. That's why I can't give it a good. We'll rank. bury that. Uh, the reason I don't, I think uh, Chipotle and Cadoba like the same thing. The reason I don't like them as much as Mo's is because you got pico, then the green medium salsa, okay. and then like fire super hot. And they only give you to one little side. Yeah. When I go to Moe's, they hook it up. It's free, unlimited salsa bar. So you go get your own. So you can That's get however sweet. much your heart desires, and there's six different kinds. So for me, I'm a Moe's guy. Moe's is my number one. They have spicy chicken and regular chicken. I go for the spicy, <laughs> and then I do the medium you salsa. You really f up your stomach. <laughs> uh, I just I do I go to town, but you do no sour cream. I ain't into that bullshit. Yo, oh, right? oh watch no, yourself. no sour cream. I love the sour cream. <laughs> my number two is a weird combination. I'm a breakfast guy. Breakfast my favorite my favorite meal of the day. You ask me what I go to for breakfast. If it ain't my number two, which I'll say in a second, it's two sausage patties, sesame <laughs> seed bagel, toasted extra, extra ketchup. That's that's the go-to. However, however, my number two favorite food all time. Pizza. French toast. 
I love breakfast. I'm talking about breakfast here. <laughs> you go pizza. Bre- breakfast pizza. Ah, oh, no. Screw breakfast pizza. I don't do eggs and shit all like right, that. Right. No, French toast. I understand French toast has egg on the bread. I get it. French toast, little tiny bit of cinnamon sugar. Okay. Yeah, right? That's a that's little bit necessity. of cinnamon sugar dipped in ketchup. Mm. You're disgusting. Oh, my God. And, and I love ketchup, but that's you need syrup. No, no, you no. See, that's the conventional wisdom. Maple. What, what about me is conventional? Ask. Ask yourself. What about me? I'm yeah. 30 years old wearing a Super Mario Brothers t-shirt at 8.30 in the morning on a Saturday. <laughs> what about me is conventional? Well, I mean, ketchup on French toast, that probably takes the cake. Exactly. The cake, yeah. The toast. The French toast. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I tried it when I was a kid in Germany. Uh, it was. I got French toast. There was no syrup at the table. I used the French toast with the ketchup. My mom eats it, so I was like, done. I tried it. Never been the same since. Eight years old. Now I'm 29. 21 years. That's the length of our friendship. Oh, God. French toast and ketchup came first. What came first? Beer French toast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking French toast and ketchup. I don't think I knew you. I think it was after I came back from Germany when I met you. But uh, I, to this day, I don't care where I'm at. If I got French toast, I won't eat it without ketchup. Syrup is okay on French toast sticks. When you give me the deep fried French toast sticks like from Burger King. No problem. Burger King's got a solid breakfast menu. Underrated. I haven't had it it in years, but it's underrated. Because I think they... They kind of went off McDonald's breakfast a little bit. They had the cinnamon, the cinnaminis, from okay, what I yeah. remember. I haven't had it for I, years. So I, I remember the sticks. I yeah. remember that. French toast sticks, cinnaminis, and then they had, instead of like McDonald's big hash brown, they had little hash browns, yeah. and I prefer that. That's like the Dunkin' Donuts like style. Like Dunkin' Donuts style hash browns? Yeah, I prefer that. But uh, BK, man, they'll, I'll do the dipping on the syrup, but if it's not that, <laughs> give me a French toast. I don't care if it's on challah bread. I don't care if it's on white. You give me French toast, you give me ketchup. Uh-huh. I get looked at. Everywhere I, I go for I, breakfast diners and shit. I would look at you too. And I, I get the weird. They're like, like would you, you like Sarah Punny? I'm like, nah, I got it. Just let me tap the 57 on the Heinz bottle. <laughs> get out of my way, sweetheart. I'm about to make some messes. God bless you, brother. But my number one, it's, it's been my favorite meal since I was a kid. I remember my mom used to lie to me when I was a kid. And, like if it was fish or something, she's like, oh, no, it's, it's chicken cutlet. No matter what, I'm so easy. I'm, I'm easily probably the cheapest date if I go out. I always get chicken or some kind of seafood or something like that. But... Give me chicken cutlet, put a little piece of provolone on it, melt it down. See you later. And, of course, some ketchup. You put a little sauce on that yellow chicken parm, my really? number three. So we got the same, same <laughs> wavelength going on. I'll go uh, my number one easily. Wasn't even close. I can eat it. I do eat it probably five days a week uh, out of the seven here. I'm talking pizza. Oh, I love so pizza. I said, well, I said pizza number two. Yeah, okay. Pizza yeah. is my absolute favorite thing. Horsham Pizza across the street. Same place that does the chicken parm does a fantastic plain pie. I'm not <laughs> one of these folks who, who likes all the toppings. Your pepperoni's phenomenal. So here's what I'll do. I'll do a plain. I'll do a, uh, I'll do a pep. Love the pep. I'll do a barbecue chicken. I can eat that. I just recently do a hot Italian sausage on there. I barely, though. has to be a little bit. There's this place near Buffalo here. Buffalo chicken's always phenomenal. Only if there's no blue cheese on it. So Tonelli's Pizza Place uh, around the corner here, they do a buffalo chicken that's um, fried. Instead of like buffalo chicken steak like you would like a buffalo chicken cheesesteak, yeah. they do fried buffalo chicken like basically chicken nuggets or chicken fingers cut up and fried on top of there with buffalo sauce. No blue cheese. That's what I like because I just like the buffalo chicken. Uh, and then the actual sauce is buffalo sauce instead of red sauce. I know some places that do the red yeah. sauce. But the place across the street does. They'll do a, a white pizza with – Chicken steak, like chicken cheese steak on top yeah. with circles of blue cheese dressing. And I can't do that. Why am I starting right now? <laughs> I can't do all that. You know, best best place I ever had a buffalo chicken pizza? Ohio. Nice. I some random like bar restaurant. I remember me, Alex, and Blaine went there. They they messed up, ordered like gave us like two big pies. It was wound up being on the house. It was the best pizza we ever had. We were looking at each other like, 
This is the best thing we ever ate. There's a joint that's a, it's becoming a chain, um, but there's only a few locations that I'm aware of. One of them is over here uh, on Welsh Road um, next to Sweet Taco, which would be the fifth place that I'd ask you about for tacos, but uh, never probably never had it. And um, it's called Mod Pizza. It's a chain. It's it's There's one actually uh, near Ryan and Rachel's house in Joyzy. Uh, and then there's one here. They're the only two that I'm aware of. But you can go in and it's a create-your-own pizza joint. So they give you three different sizes of crust and it's thin crust, like talking super yeah. thin so it cooks real quick and nice and it's not like doughy. And you go in and it's create-your-own whatever. They have all the different kinds of cheeses and all the different types of sauces and then all the different types of meats and stuff. So you go in there. So I'll get... Mod size. Give me the size. Normal, like yeah, a frozen pizza size or whatever. A little personal. Uh, I go extra sauce, extra red, light on the cheese, light on the mozzarella, right? Do a little <laughs> grilled chicken on the top and just a hint. Like I'm talking just a couple dabs of the hot Italian sausage. You get that nice mixture of chicken, the sauce. Nice little flavor. Uh-huh. And you finish All it right. off. You finish it off with a little fresh garlic on oh, it. I was waiting for you to like ketchup. <laughs> no, I don't do, I'm not that crazy. I know it's tomato based, but uh, I did a little little bit of the garlic on the top and it's just a muy bueno. You Can't know go wrong. Mean? Can't go wrong. That is our top three favorite foods. It was, Whatever. It was we, random. We, we, we did it. We wanted to switch it up just a little bit, but let's get into our trivia section is one and a half to one and a half. First to 11 win by two. Uh, it's been a tough road so far. It, it has been tough. It has been tough. It's been a little bit more difficult than last time. I think we're getting tougher on each other, which I like. It's I'm not sure. so much yeah. of layups. We'll throw some layups in there every now and again, but uh, I definitely think that our trivia is getting a little harder. You're testing my knowledge a little bit more on things. Uh, I think my question to you is 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 going to be a little difficult today. When, but is, once when, you, is, when is it difficult? But I think if not? you get the choices, it will make it a little bit easier. But it, it, maybe you do know. You are an obscure TV knowledge yeah. kind of guy. So that's where I went today oh. with our TV question. You want me to start or you want to go no, to that? I, I got it. A, a recent movie came on. On cable. And I, I had to watch it. You, you, you might even know this already, but I figured why not? It, it was too good not to ask. Which Game of Thrones actor appeared in Batman Begins? Oh God, I hate. That's the one I hate. I hate that movie so much. Oh my God! I, I told you we, that's ha- we had this conversation. It's You're so insane. boring to me. You're insane. It's so boring. You're to insane. Me. <laughs> it's the only Batman movie out of. Well, it's only the Talking Dark Knight trilogy that I just won't watch. You're crazy. I don't know uh, how. Game of Thrones actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna think in Jorah Mormont. Um, I'm thinking something obscure. I don't think. Oh, oh. I know who it is. It's King Joffrey. Correct. He's, he's a little kid. Correct. He, doesn't he play young Bruce Wayne? No, he plays a kid that he, basically he's like a little kid that PC. He's like, Batman, no, no one will believe me. And he throws him like a little piece of his tech. Yeah. So, good call. Yeah, I uh, I remember that. Um, it's Jackie Gleason. Jack Gleason. Yeah. So as a little kid, and, and he looks I mean, so in, so innocent, and then what a turn to Game of Thrones. And apparently, he's like a really really nice guy. No, everyone in real loves life. Him. Everybody. Everyone loves him. loves him. And they say the same thing about. Um, oh gosh. Uh, Ramsey Bolton. They said the same thing about his character in real life. They love working with him, but he's such a turd. Yeah, I know. But hey, I mean, both of them are really good actors to, to make you hate him as much as we did. So here, my question is uh, also related to television, like I said. So, in Family Guy, what is Chris Griffin's middle name? Oh, crap. Chris Griffin. I have, I have to hear the questions I, or the answers. I, I, I have one in my name, but I don't think it is. You might want to just go for it. No, I don't think it is. Here are your choices. Here, here, here are your choices. Topher, Michael, Cross, and Gary. 
nowhere near. What were you thinking? Frederick. <laughs> I was going to say that will not count towards your answer. Oh, my God. Chris. I thought it was a Chris Frederick Griffin. I, say the names again. Topher, Michael, Cross, and Gary. It just doesn't. I, none of them are ringing a bell. Like, I don't even remember any episodes where they say his middle name. I watched one last night that they did. That's the reason I came with the question. I had a different question, which we'll get to later on in the show when we get to our movie section. But I changed it up to this last night as Tom, Ashley, and I are watching like Let's seven episodes. Gary. Of Gary is incorrect. It is Cross. Cross. Christopher Cross. Chris Cross. Chris Cross. Chris Cross Griffin. I was named after the singer who did Sailing Takes Me Away to Where. Wow. I, I don't even remember. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Christopher Cross right. Griffin. Lois yells at him. I think it's the episode where Brian goes on The Bachelorette with Quagmire. Um, it's in season three or four. Huh. And uh, I think Chris does something stupid, and Lois goes, Christopher Cross Griffin. And I'm like, trivia. Done. Uh, hey, it was a good one. I had no idea. So we have 2.5 to 1.5 as we move into next week. But it is time. Winter is here my name is Gregory of House Hall, first of my name, King of the Andals, and I'm joined by Samuel of House Matoro, <laughs> ruler of the set. No, shit, I nope. effed it up again. I tell you, you got to write it down, man. I, I didn't want to. It's, uh, uh, I think it was still, I, I don't think I'm first of his name. I think you were first of his name, and then you were ruler. Yeah, because you're not the first of your name. <laughs> I'm not, I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. Is it Ryan? Well, your brother? Well, first of, oh, right, 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 I got you. <laughs> I thought you meant first of my name is like. I mean, I guess Greg. technically I'm not either. Well, my mom's I am, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forget. I know you're you're Disney. the ruler. You're the ruler of you, Disney's Universal Kingdom. <laughs> I just don't know what to put before that. I forget. Well, well, Samuel of House Matoro, ruler of Disney's Universal Kingdom. There you go. Done and done. <laughs> uh, but episode four, I think it just. We I believe. Um, what was it called? The Spoils of War, I believe. Uh, it is just getting better and better and better. And we thought last week ended high. This one kept you hype. I think my post after the episode was, HBO, how the hell am I supposed to go to sleep after an episode like that? <laughs> you know, we, I think we got work for early shit, and I, God knows when I fell asleep. We have... So we, we, we basically pick up almost where the last episode left off. Yep. Jamie storms out of, of House Tyrell, um, and then you kind of see it opens with him and Braun uh, taking the gold and trying to transport that gold back to Cersei. Uh, you do eventually get word that the gold does return. Uh, we won't get into spoilers for the ending right at this moment. We will in a minute here. But um, a lot of people have the misconception that as the crazy stuff that happened in the last 10, 15 minutes, that the gold was there. No, if you listen uh, – I believe the uh, the guy who runs House Tarly, he says to um, very subtly, he says to Jamie, the gold has been the last of the gold has been transported. So Cersei's got that gold to give to the Iron Bank. So all the stuff in those carts that were marauded, we'll say, I was, were, it was wheat. I was kind of hoping that some of the gold got burned, let's nah. say. But okay, nah. So uh, it's back there. So it's good stuff. Um, it. This episode was short, really short, but, but it was impa- probably impactful. it was probably one of their most expensive episodes ever. Yeah, I mean, let's just let's just dive in. I mean, holy shit. 
Well, we'll, we'll you, get to the end in a minute. You, you have you have so much happening. Um, after after that scene, you get the the reunion you want. You see Arya coming over real quick, looking at Winterfell. She's home. She knocks on the door. She does some Batman stuff. <laughs> yeah, she, she knocks on the door. Spoiler um, warning. Go ahead, guys. A- absolutely, but I think every just expect every winter is here to have the spoiler warning. But she comes home to Winterfell, and those two guards at the door tell her to f off multiple times, um, and she says, "Well." You know, go get Sansa, basically, and uh, they said, and she said, "Well, wait, listen, if I am who I say I am, or if I'm not who I say I am, well, then you'll just kill me, and everything will be yeah. fine. If I am who I say I am, then you're pretty much effed. Exactly. If Sansa finds out you turn me away, and then they quickly say, "Come on in. Yeah, sit right here. Sit right here." The guy says, and uh, so she reunites with Sansa, and they do it in, the, I believe it's in the crypts. She she runs away from the guards yeah, cause, and cause, finds her in the crypt with goes, Lyanna she, that's and, when and Ned. She, that's when she disappears and goes, I know where she's at. Of course, she so, sees her parents or yeah. goes to see her parents. Yeah, Lyanna and uh, and I think Catelyn does have a has a uh, – Lord Eddard. Uh, has a statue. And then Ned down there, yeah, Eddard Stark has a statue down there. So they meet up. Um, they talk. They reunite. They hug. You can still tell there's a little bit of tension there. They don't quite trust each other. This is the first time they've seen each other in quite a long time. Uh, and then – Sansa basically drops the bomb as hey, Bran is here too. Yep. They meet up with Bran. Bran already knows everything. We now know that Bran literally knows everything, but he knows so much that he can't focus in exactly. on one particular thing. He tells her, you looked – no, that was last episode. He told her, uh, oh, he knew he was about the list. So Sansa found out about Arya's list. Got to get a little scared. Yeah, of course. But then Bran already knew about it. Oh, they were on your list. Yeah. I'm and, like and, Jericho. Well, well, he, well he, he's he's you looking, know what happens. He's trying, he's trying to like, I guess you know, being talked to the present while he's seeing the future. So I can only imagine what he's going through. I mean, just another thing that I was that I, I liked was when Arya kind of sparred with um, Brienne, yep. and you kind of see Sansa actually like looking down at her sister, like, "Holy shit, my little sister's a badass!" Like she's she's making it look, you know, Brienne like who was one of a respectable knight, or I, th- I think she's a knight. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just. Almost out, I want to say outperforming. You don't know if she was trying or going. Uh, Brienne easy. would easily dominate. I mean, she would just overpower. But yeah. I was surprised with Arya, her little skills. Yeah. After all this happens, you actually a little bit later in the episode see a scene where Arya does kind of spar with with Brienne of Tarth. But she basically says, you know, uh, you. Well, my she, mother told you to watch all of the Stark daughters. Yep. And uh, she has her little needler or whatever you want to call it, a needle. I think is the yeah. name of the sword. And Brienne has her big ass sword. They're not even using wooden swords. They're going at it. Brienne's swinging. She's like ninja crazy shit. Black belt. Go Arya. And then ha- a couple times you could see that she would have made the stab if they were going at it. And they end basically almost hitting each other. Uh, well, that's because she has the dagger. She whips out the dagger that Brand basically gives, gives to her and says that he got from Littlefinger. Exactly, where he says this was the one I was supposed to kill you, and he, and he kind of said to Arya, "What's a cripple going to do with a dagger?" So I was like, "That's okay, cool." Yeah, good callbacks yeah. to season one Definitely. and that conversation between Brand and Littlefinger. Uh, then you go to um, back to Dragonstone, where John is mining the dragonglass, brings uh, Khaleesi or Daenerys into the cave where all those depictions of the White Walkers were etched in stone on the walls. So now Daenerys believes just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more in Jon Snow. Did you sense a little romance between them two? Very, very slight. I mean, it's weird that we know that their aunt... That, that it's John's aunt. Yeah. We know that, but they don't yet. Keep it in the family. Keep it in the family <laughs> is right. I mean, the Lannisters did. Look how it's working out for them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you have 
a, 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 like that. It's not quite tension yet, but you could tell that there's there's, go, there, there's they, something there. They there's could make there. a spark there because they don't know they're related. We don't, you know, we both know that John is a Targaryen. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, but they don't. So at this point, they're just two young, scorned. I mean, you had the wildling. Um, what the hell was her name? That he got engaged to in real was life. Was like Ingrid? Ingrid, yeah, Egrid. Egrid. You had Egrid, you had uh, Khal Drogo, you had both of them, you know, fall in love, got did, taken away from them. Did you happen to see Jason Momoa's tweet? I guess he saw the episode and was like, go ahead, my girl, kind of doing, <laughs> doing her thing. I was like, oh shit! That's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, and then you had, um, and then you had, as they kind of, I think it was either, I think it was when they come out. Of the caves, uh, you see a, a ship washing ashore, a boat, really. There's only a couple of dudes on it. Uh, washing ashore, and it's well, Theon. Well, th- well, this was after right. she left already. She was right. already on her way. Oh, right, right, right. That's it. Uh, you then find out, I guess. No, they, they inf- that's when they inform her that yeah. you lost you find a lot out. of your army. Uh, yeah, you find out about the Unsullied kind of being trapped. Uh, and and she basically says John, and this is the point where you realize, okay, she's starting to believe in him even more. Because well, Tyrion mm-hmm. a little messed up a little bit. She's pissed. Yeah, she is pissed, and and you, th- I, I felt, I kind of felt bad for Tyrion. Well, you, you did because, but she's right though. Like, are they your enemies? They're your family. It's just like, oh, it's that fine line, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, asked, so she basically asked John, what would you do now? What would you do? Would you go do this? And, and he says kind of exactly what I would expect him to say. Number one, he's trying to say, it's not my thing. And then he says, you know, ah, maybe you shouldn't burn everyone. You know what I mean? But and I, and I think that it's that point where when you go to somebody for counsel and you do believe in what they have to say, uh, I mean, she didn't, she didn't necessarily listen to the point where we wanted them to. She, she didn't listen at all. At all. Um, <laughs> but when she goes, then, then I'm sorry, then Theon's boat or ship watching the shore. She's already gone. Uh, This is the first time John and Theon have seen each other since season one. So the the ship washes ashore. And by the way, we're trying not to use notes here. We're doing a lot of this for memory. So apologies if the timeline is not exactly perfect. But uh, ship washes ashore. Uh, He immediately goes up. Immediately goes up to him and says, if it wasn't for what you did for Sansa, I'd kill you. And when I was watching it, I was like, Theon, I said... Could this be the chance that you died? I was like, it'll be a little uh-huh. early. It's no a little way. early. Yeah, no way. But he wouldn't die to the hands he, of Jon Snow. But he knew. Like, I think Jon Snow is an honorable guy, even though, yes, what he did to his family in the past is, if you didn't save Sansa's life, you did. <laughs> and and I don't know if, I don't know if Theon, like I said, I want Theon to go on this redemption arc. Then the next week he jumps ship, literally, on his sister, because he's still got that reek inside of him. Uh so I don't know how much redemption this guy's going to get. Is Jon Snow going to trust him again? Is he going to? Is he going? I, I think he's joining Jon Snow. I think he's going back. Well, I think, I he's think going he back has with no, Jon Snow. no other option at this point. You know what I mean? He could stay in Dragonstone. He, he burned a lot of bridges, literally and figuratively, <laughs> burned a lot of bridges. Um, but I mean, I think that he's going to join. He's got two options, right? Daenerys is concerned with Cersei, of course. Clearly, Jon Snow is concerned with the White Walkers. What is Theon concerned with? Euron. Euron's with Cersei. So he does have the option to stay with Daenerys and not go with Jon. Now he's torn. Maybe Jon doesn't even want him there. You know what right, I mean? Right, exactly. So, But he's for, and maybe he's got this internal conflict of, do I go try to save my sister and kill my uncle and avenge that and stay with Danny, Or do I owe it to Jon after all the shit that it, I did it, it's a coin to go flip. with him? I think and, it's a coin flip. And that's what I'm excited to see is that choice. What happens? And we only have three episodes left, dude. Three. I thought it was four. That was four episodes. That was the fourth episode. I know we that. Five, I thought we six, had eight seven. this season. Oh, my God. You're right. We have seven and six. It's sad. It Like, honestly, sad. When episode was ending, I was literally like, 
standing up. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I can't. I can't take it. I just can't take it. No. No, let's we'll get, get to the best yeah, part. Yeah, let's get to the best part. Um, so you cut back to Bran, or Braun, I mean. Braun is there with Jamie, which is awesome. They're He's having a conversation. A having a really good conversation with with uh, Mr. Tarly again. And they're on their way back um, to King's Landing. And all we, of a sudden, we hear, hear a rumbling. Just a rumbling over the hills. And, uh, and you hear, hey, and you're like, oh, no. no, no. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, no. This is the Dothraki, and, and of course the Dothraki come over the hills on all their horses with all their crazy-ass hook blades. No, one, one of the best, I, I thought that all oh, these guys are coming. They easily have Jamie's army outnumbered, it looks to me. And then and then you hear Bron say to Jamie, you know, go retreat, go back. And he's like, oh, no, we stay with my men. We can hold them off. And then you just see Drogon and Cersei come in, and I was just like... Daenerys. Daenerys, excuse me, not Cersei. And I was just like... Oh, they're about to get fucked up. The cool thing is, from the Lannister perspective, though, that was like one-tenth of their army. They still have thousands oh, and thousands and thousands of men, and the gold is back. So they're they're there. Um, they, they don't have too much to worry about. This was just a small fraction of their army. But when you got Drogon coming over the hill and Cersei riding her, and that was where the episode did get expensive. That was a lot and of CGI. Just flamed everybody. Oh, my God. I had the chills when it was happening. I mean, dude, just... You went from the last what last season? I think we had six to eight shots of her riding Drogon. Now I think they said they had eighty shots. So I know they said that last season's episode was expensive. I can only imagine what this episode cost. And that's per- that, is 100- that is one hundred percent why it was so short. Yeah, because the, so much of it was spent the, on that last. The special minutes. effects are freaking awesome. So before we get into you know more specifics, I just want to know: Did you think Jamie? That was it for him. Did you think that was going to be it for Jamie? Well, by the end of the episode, I mean, you would assume that. We'll get to it in a second. But I kind of, I saw it. But at the same time, I, I was waiting for him to retreat. Yeah. But he did not retreat. I did not. I will give him that. Yeah. Even that, though whatever he was thinking, he's that an speaks, idiot. And that speaks volumes to his, his character as a leader. Uh, he did not retreat no matter what. You have dragons flying over you, breathing fire, turning your, your army to ash. Literally. And, and that was awesome. And then you have the Dothraki just riding their horses right into the spears. They don't give a shit. They're jumping off their horses, and then cutting people he, up with their sickles. And then Jamie gathers some um, some arrow guys. Maybe, what was it, maybe 15, 20 yeah, guys. They archers. shoot some archers at, at Drogon, and he just eats it, Deflected. bounces off his scales. I was like, that's so sick. So then Braun, who is really the person I thought was going to die this episode. I thought if you're going to have one impactful death, it was going to be Braun. We'll, we'll get to my why I you was upset. Okay, okay. No, no, I was just upset. Got it. Done. So uh, Braun un- goes into uh, Dothraki and him are into a tussle. He runs into basically like a carriage. The Dothraki follows him, opens up the sheet. But before he gets to there, the Dothraki cuts, cuts off the, the horse's, horse's leg. Oh my god, That was brutal. Ashley almost <laughs> cried. She it was, almost cried. It was brutal. It was vicious. Um, opens up the curtain and there is that big weapon that we saw uh, Kyburn that made that shot into the dragon skull that big ass arrow my ass all puckered up I got nervous when I saw that <laughs> and he shot it right through the basically right through the Dothraki dude it took him into right the damn the wagon boom right through the wall <laughs> stuck him there he's it's, dead <laughs> he, he's gone then he pulls down the curtains on it and you're like oh no there's the weapon I got nervous potentially I was Drogo. shitting so you have Cersei flying through. She's just manhandling Daenerys. everyone. We both did it. We both wow, did it. we both did it. Daenerys just flying through, just manhandling everybody on Drogon. And then Braun takes the arrow thing, the old launcher, 
aims it at Drogon, shoots, fires right over the shoulder, barely misses. Sir, uh, Daenerys is looking, whoa, Jesus, like, what was that? Makes another pass, and he, comes he's back coming around. In. He's coming in for the kill this time on Braun. Braun shoots it again, boom, hits Drogon in the shoulder. What was your reaction at that point? A tear might have actually came down, dude. I, I was just holding Bridget. Dude, she knew I was so in. I was like, if, if he goes down, I said, I will have a meltdown right now. That's crazy. I'm, dude, I, I love dragons. We, we, we've watched, I think I sent you the picture where it was the baby yeah. dragon of him full in full growth. I was like, he's been around since the first what, the first season. I was like, I got attached to this little freaking guy. <laughs> I don't want to see him go down yet. Yeah, and, and so he took it in the shoulder, which was a good sign that you knew he was going to be but all he was, right. But he was hurt. You kind of see him oh, like flail a little bit, go down a little. I got nervous. So he flies right. <laughs> yeah, he does flail a little bit, flies right towards Braun. This is my problem with the episode is when my, he blows the fire and it blows up the the uh, the launcher. They, he did destroy the weapon. Well, he, Braun, he did that with his tail. I think that's when he, he fully destroyed it with his tail. He did something with he, his tail. He, I'll get to it in a second. He does breathe fire on the launcher and blows that up because Braun was riding it. Braun jumps out of the way. There's no, no way. No, there's no way you no jump way. three feet and you're and you're off his fireball. I was pissed. That's where he should have died. Yep. But they kept it in for exactly. We'll get to. Then, but I was Drog- pissed. He should have been dead. When Drogon blows that up, that's when he lands and then swings his tail and blows up. And that was cool. And, oh, you want to hurt me? Yeah. Breaks <laughs> through cool. some of the carriages. But Braun never should have escaped that. I, I agree. No, that's where the logic did kind of fall out for me. Um, but then you see Tyrion coming over the hillside and he's looking for Jamie. You can tell they do eventually make eye contact. He's like, "You effing idiot." You stupid and then, and idiot. then he, then um, Jamie sees Daenerys pulling out the arrow from from Drogon. So mm-hmm. her back's to Jamie, and Jamie, I guess, sees a spear, sees an opening. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking, <laughs> thinking that you're gonna go try to get Daenerys with a spear. He comes charging on his horse, and Drogon was not having any of that. So he's charging full speed right at Daenerys. Um, some people thought he was going to kill Drogon. Like no, no he was he clearly was, going, he for was going for Daenerys. Clearly, you see that it cuts to Braun very quickly, who just looks over, sees a horse. So that sets up that foreshadowing. You see Jamie riding as fast as he can. Uh, go into point. Then, as he's about to go spear Daenerys, Drogon's head comes in the oh picture. Oh my god! Mouth open. <sighs> like, oh. did you really think that like Drogon was going to let you come that close and hurt her or him? <laughs> so then we see a mysterious figure. No, no, then Daenerys like you fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, yes, Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion yeah, said yeah. that. Uh, and uh, we see a mysterious figure flying at the very last millisecond, jump off his horse, spear. Roman Reigns spare, yeah, which right, is right, Jamie right into the water. The horses get torched. Oh, they're done. They're, they're, the horses <laughs> they get torched by Drogon. And then the episode ends as Jamie and uh, as we do know, it is Braun who saved them. Sink slowly. The weight of the armor is slowly going down in the water. And there is no way. And that's how it ends. And, the, and it cuts to black and there is no way he, he dies. No, he's a 100 percent still it, alive. If someone has to go down and get him, obviously, or Braun will probably Braun will still him save him. Mm-hmm. But. To me, Braun should have been flamethrowered. Yep. He should have been gone. Yep. And the say obviously, yes, Braun should have to save Jamie. Even that was What if it was ridiculous. Tyrion? That that saves his... It could be, but uh, I... How, it's not. But he's, but, he, I think he's a little too tiny to, yeah, to, drag, to drag that weight. You're absolutely right. But just like uh, if you want to swerve, that's a swerve. Well, unless he wants to... Prisoner. So here you go. That's the thing now. Jamie is going to be a prisoner to Daenerys. She's got him and Braun. So now Jamie is going to be held captive for the second time in this series. There goes his other hand. I got, no. Right? Well, also, he just comes back. That could, that's, that's probably their bargaining chip for Cersei. Yeah, absolutely. And but, it, dude, it, was, it does set up. But we got three episodes left. It's going to be jam-packed. This was To me, this was my favorite episode of the season. By far. By far. And I probably didn't fall asleep until like 12, 31 o'clock. I didn't watch it till the next night. 
So I 100% had the intention to um, to do so, but Saturday night last week was a little rough. Went to a couple watering holes. And it was just a little rough on the yeah. old on the old I'm liver. Sure. I'm sure. Um, so Sunday was more of like a Recover. re- recovery day. And by the time nine o'clock rolled around, she was Passed in bed. <laughs> she was in bed, and I was I, I wasn't going to watch it without her. So I just said, yeah. "All right, bye bye." Social media. See you later. Yeah, you, you can't. You uh, have. I'm going to play a little Splatoon. <laughs> you can, you can't go wrong. So I mean, just yes, this we tomorrow episode. What's that? Five. Yeah, and only two more. Yeah. Well, sad. let's let's call it three still because it's not it's, here. It's three. It's I not know, here but, but it, it's it's going to be over in a freaking blink. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. Ready? What is this? This is August twelfth. Okay. So, August twelfth. We have three more episodes. So it's that over in goes. August. It's over in August. So that goes twelve, nineteen, twenty. I'm sorry, thirteen, twenty, and August twenty seventh. Done. Will be the end of the season. Do you know what that next week is after that? So we have that week, but then the next Thursday, the second, you know, or the uh, next Thursday, the seventh. Do you know what that is? The kickoff to the NFL. Uh, so that's fine. I mean, I mean, so, hey, it's not like I don't have shows. Ray Donovan just started back up, and and they started on a, let's just say maybe a major character's missing. I'll say. So if you're mm-hmm. watching Ray Donovan, check it out. It's a great show. It'll uh, hold you over. Simple as that, though. I mean, it, we got a week's hold oh, over until the NFL we're, starts. We're fine. This is way late for Game of Thrones to start. They never want to go up against the NFL. This is a show it's to get smart. us in the summer. It's very smart, but we still are not going to have that overlap. But um, even if they win against the NFL, they'd probably still. I'd watch NFL. I'd watch the NFL football. You can't DVR a, a sports event and have it be the same. You see, just, you just go to know I, what happens. I, I have to watch it because I'm a freak. But yeah. but it's okay. well, you also it's don't okay. have DVR, so you're you have right. to make a you're choice. Right. You have to set up two TVs in your room with two cable boxes and put one on mute and have it on in the background. That's what you should do. It's just my humble opinion. That's your. That's I'll, Sam's DVR. I'll, I'll put that in. That's SVR. In the <laughs> that's Sam's. That's Sam's personal way that he does DVR. But for me, uh, I would choose football because it's a live sporting event. I'm gonna know the score, and I can of just course. DVR the show and watch it later. But I'm happy because once this is over, it gets right into NFL football, right in there. and I'm good with that. Even I know the Eagles lost the first one. It's only a preseason. It's only the preseason, <laughs> right? And their first team did look good. Carson Wentz. That kid, Carson Wentz, man. <laughs> Spider two double Y banana. That kid looks real good, that Carson Wentz. They did trade Jordan Matthews there to the Buffalo yeah, Bills. I did see that. But I'll tell you, that Carson Wentz is going to make up for it. I'm a big Carson <laughs> Wentz kind of guy. You can tell you I'm the conductor of the Wentz wagon, man. <laughs> but anyway, that was a really bad uh, John Gruden impression. That was but, good. But like that was good. Winter is Here, our recap of Episode 4. We'll be back next week with Episode 5. And what I like about what we do is we release the show on Saturday. So you've had a whole week to watch the episode before we talk about it and spoil it. And once you hear this episode, you're generally here it on Saturday and Sunday. There are two biggest download days. You're then already ready for that night's episode, so it's really it's the perfect. Preview. I think it's the perfect preview time for us to do this. Yes, we could do it on Monday right after the episode, but there are no, tons it's, it's and not tons. Time. There are a million people yeah. that have not seen that episode that night, myself included. Hey, last sometimes week, you wait so till Monday after work. Sometimes yeah. you have to wait till Monday after work. But let's get back into the TV space. Netflix, a couple of Netflix stories here. Netflix adds a new David Letterman series that will air for six episodes in 2018. Basically, it's going to be like the it's going to be similar to the Chelsea Handler story. Uh, TV series that Netflix has, but it's going to be a long-form interview. Uh, Each hour-long episode of this currently untitled series will feature a long-form interview with a single guest, as well as an in-the-field segment expressing Letterman's curiosity and humor, according to Netflix. So, David Letterman didn't stay away for too long. And and that's the thing. He goes, I want to retire, that's it, and then what? A year, two years later, bam, he's back on. It's just like... 
Nobody stays away, man. I mean, dude, you're a millionaire. Like, you don't need to do this. Like, you, you let his beard Sometimes grow out, and that's itch, it. Though. Sometimes you get the itch. I, I mean, I, I hear you. Listen, I got this so is my like, fourth podcast, right? I've had to leave three other ones, and then you get the itch. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess that makes sense. Um, I always I always liked David Letterman. I, near, I, I preferred him to Lena. Near the end, I felt like he was kind of phoning it in a little bit, but that's just me. But he, he still was funny, depending on his guests. I might check it out. The Coen Brothers partner with Netflix for a six-part Western anthology miniseries. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs will be the first one coming in 2018. Sam, this is right up my alley. I I love the, the title, by the way. I think yeah. the name is awesome. Yeah. Dude, everyone's going to Netflix. Everybody. Yep. I, I, because cable is a dying breed. Now HBO has HBO I mean, the, the now. The Coen Brothers go the there? Dude, that's Brothers a big deal. That. You have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, another streaming service we'll talk about shortly. Uh, then you have HBO Go, Showtime does their own thing, the CW, USA. CBC, they all have their own type of uh, <coughs> apps or streaming service. So cable television is not the space Just, that it used to be. As long as Netflix stays 10 25 whatever I spend a month. No problem. Could you? I, couldn't you see it eventually going to like fifteen? But I don't want. I don't. No, I don't want to think about <laughs> that kind of stuff. I could see it going to twelve ninety nine in the next two three years. Of course, but I, I think you keep. They're making enough money. There's millions yeah, well, on millions of subscribers. That's you being a customer. You're not big business. Big, they're fine. Don't get greedy. Come on, the big. Bi- don't get greedy. Let's just leave it at that. I know. I that's why I won't have to go anywhere else. I looked you dead in the eyes they and are, said it. They are in the business to make money. Not not save money. Yeah, They're in the business gotcha. to make money. Uh, but I can understand it. But this Coen Brothers partnership with Netflix is not only awesome, but again, right on my eye. I Dude, freaking I'll, I'll love check Westerns. it out, definitely. I love Westerns. And that's where I really got to get back into Deadwood. I, I'm on episode three. I oh. really have to. But I am focusing my attention on Marvel right now, which we'll talk about yep. in a minute. But I really want to get those shows done. You I'd better like, get them done quick. I'd like to get the CW shows uh, at least a good feel for them all. You got, before you, you the got, crossover. Time, you got time for I that. I do. I have till November there, but I have the wedding coming. Coming up and stuff, so you know me. The week it's Raw on Monday, yeah, I know, I know. SmackDown it's, on it's, Tuesday, and XT on we're gonna Wednesday. have a busy month. Busy Football month on though. Thursday. Like think about that. No, right? it's, it's Raw, madness. Raw's three hours takes up my Monday. SmackDown two hours plus hockey. There goes my Tuesday. Wednesday is NXT. It's only an hour, and I really can watch that whenever because it's on the network, not on TV. So Wednesday nights are free. But hockey season's coming back. Wednesday night rivalry on NBC Sports. Thursday night football. Every yeah, Thursday once night. one football is back. See you later. And then and then I end and also streaming. So I'm probably gonna stream Wednesdays. Sunday. Nope. <laughs> nope. Sunday morning from, you know, 5 to 7, 5 to 8, I'll stream. I'll go get some breakfast, and then I'll set myself up right on my couch from 1 to midnight for NFL Prep football. Prep that diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, again, this is this is right up my alley for, for – um, I, I, what I saw, and I I did not like westerns growing up at all. Did not care for John Wayne. Didn't care for his acting style. But then you grow up, you mature a little bit, and I saw the remake, the remake of True Grit, and I loved it. See, True Grit, I, I thought it was okay. I I didn't love it as much as I guess everyone else did. I just thought it was an okay movie. It's long. Um, but my dad being a little older than most dads, I grew up watching the westerns and all yeah. that stuff. So Same. I I always liked them. So. For this, I'm definitely going to check it yeah, out. Yeah, Papa Hall always had them on, so like Dude, I, my, they're I, still on in my house. Yeah, so I, <laughs> when I go over I on Tuesday, escape it. I go over every Tuesday to before hockey, and there they are. So good, good for Papa Hall for sticking with it. But uh, I am a big fan of this, and I'm really excited to see how we can kind of reinvent the Western for 2018. So I'm looking forward to that. Netflix also made their first ever acquisition. They purchased Miller World, which was the comic book team behind Kickass and The Kingsman. This could potentially set up a Netflix cinematic universe it's 
to me, that's exactly their plan. Um, I was the NCU. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, you have, they have probably. To me, it seems like they have unlimited money because they're getting this. They got this. They got this coming out. I, I, I was still waiting for Kickass Three. But I guess I maybe like, that's. I like the Kickass. I, mean, I thought. The, I I think I like the first one me a little too. more much, than the second much one. Much more. Much more. But I still want that third one. Second one was more violent. They turned up the. Well, that you had, the, up you, the, you had the Jim Carrey BS. And yeah, the first Patriot, Patriot Man was it? Something, Something like that. Just Nick Cage was in the first Nick one. Cage, That's all we. Nick need. Cage actually did a really good Batman impersonator in the first one. So, I liked it, it a lot, and it was funny because National Treasure was on yeah. last night. Uh, King Edwards, the bad guy. So yeah. I was like, oh, I have to watch it. <laughs> Chloe Grace Mortez, I think her name is Moretz. Moretz. Yep, she was in Kick Ass and Kick Ass Two as uh, what? It girl. girl. What was it, Hit Girl? Hit Girl. Hit Girl. Um, but Bat Dad and Hit Girl or something like that? Big Daddy. Big Daddy and Hit Girl. That's it. And uh, she that's where I first was introduced to her Same here. Uh, as an actress. So She, she was a kid. She, she was a kid in those movies. So she did really well. I, I think she plays a hell of a part. She does kick ass, pardon the pun. Um, uh, that, that is something that I'm good with. The Kingsman, though, is just golden. Oh, Pardon the pun can, there. Cannot wait for the, the sequel. One. Cannot wait. That is a day. That is a night one. C. I still Easily. haven't seen Spider Man. I still haven't seen Guardians. I still haven't seen <sighs> Wonder Woman. That's a shame. So <laughs> I have all shame. these movies I want to catch up on. But Kingsman to me is just. I just can't wait to watch it again. I just want to watch the I first re- one again. Recently re- rewatched it. Good. I'm ready to go. It's so good. I can't freaking wait. Do you see a crossover potentially of like the Kingsman and Kick Ass? Like, could that be something? Like, do we get like a <laughs> Defenders style? Kick ass, and uh, I would say it's probably a little early to tell, but I mean, I could see something like that definitely happening. Uh, Wayward Pines season three is in early discussions with Fox. Have you ever seen Wayward Pines? I've seen the first season with Matt Dillon. Um, it kind of ends not to my liking. Matt Dillon, who's Matt Dillon? Um, you mean Dupree? It was okay. him. Yep, 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 yep. Um, obviously, every other 80s movie as a kid's yep, book, yep, Rumblefish. Yep, yep. Um, I kind of gave up on it after the first season. I, to me, I was like, ah, season two, I really don't care about. Mm-hmm. Is it weird? I, I'm, I'm pretty I sure th- there was only one book, too, looked, so I, it, I'm confused. I remember, distinctly remember, <laughs> the previews coming on before the show ever aired season one, and I was like, this looks trippy. It looks weird. It looks right up my alley, almost like a Twin Peaksy type of yeah, show. Yeah, and okay, I was super that. into it. And just forgot about it. I don't ever. Yeah, I don't dude, remember why we didn't watch there's it. There's so there, there's so much to watch, man. It's, this is also you're, true. You're, you're, we're spoiled. You know, I watched the first season. That's probably it. So even if it does come with, I mean, hey, good for you. Come out with a third season. But me, the second, third, nah, I'll probably let that one go. By. There's so much to watch on TV that there's nothing to watch on TV. You get so <laughs> you get so antsy, dude, you, especially Netflix. You'll scroll through the thing for a half hour. I'm like, ah, well, maybe next time. <laughs> exactly. And and there's because there's so much content to consume that you can't cho- you can't choose. And that's like. It's a real feeling of you get super antsy that as soon as the show loses your attention, you change it to something else because you think oh, there's always something else out there. So I, I'm I'm with you, and I think that's probably why Wayward Pines, we just forgot about it because there's so much Too other much. TV. Uh, Fox's CEO, Dana Walden, says that she does not see an end to The Simpsons She basically, for a while. She says she sees a long future with The Simpsons as it now approaches its 30th season. That's, Older than us. No, it's... It's insane to even think about that. It's still going on. I mean, it's got a, a obviously a cult following. It'll probably go on until I hate to say it when all the actors and creators die. You know, because you know Hank Azaria is like ten plus characters. Um, I know Dan Costanello, who's Homer. He's been on for years. What what happens when he wants to retire? Or can someone else do Homer's voice? Like it's. I think of it like in Futurama uh, with Zap Brannigan. You had Zap Brannigan being voiced by Phil Hartman, and then when he was murdered. Um, Oh god, what's his name? The guy who plays Fry and Bender. 
Danny something. Billy. I, Billy West. Um, I, I, dude, I knew. I was waiting for you to get it. That's Billy, why I gave you Billy. Billy West. He now does the voices at Brannigan, too. And, and you it's can, perfect. And no, it, I, you can tell it's different, but it's not different dude, enough he, that you would care. Billy West is so talented when yeah. his voices. I do love me some Zap Brown. So you could probably get Billy West to do some Simpsons stuff too. I mean, the, I mean that or I wouldn't be surprised if literally if Hank Azaria can do his voice. Like yeah. he does everybody. Yeah, uh, I think that this show's got another <laughs> at least five five, five years. Five at least years, five years. Five years. Uh, the new Ducktales series, and I love Ducktales. We I, know that. Brother. I speed run the Ducktales NES game <laughs> one and two. I'm a big fan of Ducktales. Oh, uh, that was that was post puberty. Uh, <laughs> um, but the new Ducktales series will include a Darkwing Duck crossover, and Darkwing Duck, if you don't know, is the shit, uh, if you will. Uh, big fan of Darkwing Duck, but the new Ducktales series. Oh, god! No, were, no, no. I'm just gonna say it had to have Darkwing Duck. No, like without it, wouldn't you have been felt like something's missing? Or no, not from no? not from Ducktales. No? Ducktales. Not really. Darkwing Duck did its own thing for a while. Yeah, I, I remember that, but he was so. everyone loved him. I, I think Darkwing Duck's the shit. Yeah. Uh, really hard NES game, by the way. He might have had maybe Tailspin, but Darkwing Duck probably the hardest or second hardest NES game of all those Capcom games back in the day. But the new DuckTales uh, season, uh, at least episode one, uh, here's the review from IGN. The new DuckTales could have been a disaster. Instead, it's introducing a brand new audience to the crazy adventures of Scrooge McDuck and his nephews. While the new series can be brash, the spirit of the original is intact and thriving. The A-plus cast, including David Tennant and Danny Pudi, brings these characters to life like never before, giving them individual personalities that will engage you in ways the original never did. As the show continues to uncover new mysteries and treasures, this is a journey fans, whether new or not, should be ready to take. Great. The new DuckTales is aimed at a modern young audience, and there's no denying the heart and adventurous spirit it gets from the original series, 8.5 out of 10. That's solid praise right there. I have to watch David it. David Tennant and Pootie, they're great actors. So. I have to watch that. Yeah, I, I was going to anyway. No, I was going to say, great. Even if they said the show sucks, I think <laughs> I got to check it out. Carl Urban hints at being interested in coming back as Dread for the TV series. The stupid article, again, with a clickbaity title said, in talks, I no, he's not. He said in an interview, if the source material is it's there, good. I will consider coming back. And I hope it's great because he was awesome in Dread. I, I actually recently watched that movie, Lena Headley. She was the, the villain. She was Lena Headley. Seriously, she was Lena badass. Heedy, Lena Headley. She was badass in it. Um, I, w- I would love to see this to continue because it don't look like the sequel. The movie is going to get made, right? And but if you have to ask yourself though, if the sequel to the movie is not going to be made, would they really drop dime on a TV show? Well, they probably just you know a mo- the movie. They're probably looking at you need at least twenty million to have a, a decent because uh, I think their movie had thirty million on the first one, so you need to have some kind of budget. Agree, and that's a higher budget than a TV show. But uh, you run the risk of investing in all this capital into a TV show that can be canceled at literally any time. And you yeah, can invest in all this 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 research. But I just know he, I just there's don't a, see a future. I don't there's see a, a following behind it because I know there, there was a petition of him to do the sequel, you know, to make there's a sequel. A following behind everything. There we is. Have, we have a following. You're, you're right. Well, <laughs> might, not know, be, might not be as, as big as, as Judge Dredd, but and, and I think that I know I'm not the only one that liked because you know number one with Stallone's he took off his helmet. I know a lot yeah. of people got pissed about that. Yeah, I agree. Urban never took off his helmet. He was badass. I would love to see more. I am the law. I don't know. I don't William see William the Lowe. I don't see, on there. He's the best. I don't see a uh, a future for Dread. I think I ho- I'm ho- I'm staying hopeful. I'm, I, I know you know you, me. I, I know you it. do. Someone has to on this podcast. There's <laughs> only two of us. <laughs> Hannibal season four is in talks. I only put this in here. Um, I thought the show was canceled. 
I same. Yeah. But I thought you liked it. No, That's I, why I put this in here. I know Alex watched the first season. He absolutely loved it. Thought it was awesome. I always wanted to check it out because the actor, what's his name? He was the villain in Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. He he plays Hannibal. I heard he was great. So I'm yeah, pretty sure it's Mads Mikkelsen. I just I just never had time. Again, another show I wanted to get to. I just haven't had time. I don't know if it's even like on demand or anything like that. Side note: Did you ever catch up on on uh, iRobot? I did not know. I, I know that they're signed for season three. I know that. I just didn't watch season two yet. But was, is it really worth diving into? Dude, you got to pay attention. No, so season one was was very interesting. Yeah, you know, Christian Slater, his character was really good. I just, I again, a show. I just haven't had time to go back to watch it. Insecure and Ballers, <laughs> featuring The Rock, who we talked about on the, before the podcast, and we'll have a match later on here in SummerSlam 1998 <laughs> from uh, almost 20 effing years ago, uh, has been renewed for new seasons by I, HBO. I, I never watched Insecure. Never saw that. one. Never even knew it existed. No, I, I knew it existed, but I just. That wasn't up my alley, but ballers yeah. I still watch because I always liked Honoraj and I like sports and I like The Rock. So I, it's good to hear. I will so be it, getting, It's a quick half hour. I saw. Um, I love Hard Knocks. I okay. love it. The show on HBO about you spend training camp yeah. with a team. This year they're doing the Tampa Bay Bucks, um, and it's new because they're not a terrible team. They had nine wins last year. They have Jameis Winston, one of the best up and coming quarterbacks in the league. They have Mike Evans, who in my opinion uh, is top three receiver in the league. Uh, he's my favorite player in the league outside of the Eagles. Um, I'm a huge Mike Evans guy, so I'm a little bit biased. But they also signed Deshaun Jackson, former Eagle, of in the offseason. And he is in Ballers. He has a cameo in Ballers. And they showed the cameo during Hard Knocks oh, I, 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 and I mean, from Ballers. I, I guess like, that's coming up. Yeah, and I was like, like, damn, I got I to gotta check the show out now. Because it was a really good – it was no, 10 seconds, but it was really good. No, and there's always <clears> famous <throat> athletes in the show. Like every episode, yeah, there's someone sure. in there. Absolutely. Uh, and so I think, but that's, that's a series for me that I love television. I love sports. Um, so I think that's a show that does blend. I think it's time for me to dive. It's only a half hour. I think yeah, it's, too. Qu- it's quick. Yeah. Is, it that, is that Lieutenant Brody in that one? Or is that millions? That's billions, 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 which is another show you should watch. Is that's, that on Showtime? That's, that's dude. That's a phenomenal show. I, I didn't even watch that before dollars. It's that good. Doesn't that have a uh, Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti. That's it. Uh, Shameless season eight. Fans were wondering when is it going to come back? When's it coming? We were wondering when's it going to come yeah, back. We even heard shit. Love that show. Generally, it used to be January. Then they did May. Then they did like weird times. Season eight will be premiering November fifth of this year. Get hyped! It's only a couple months away. I mean, I was nervous because yeah, we knew it got signed, but they were they were giving us nothing. I'm yeah. just glad they released cast photos again. So. The whole gang's coming back. And I am very – I've said it before. The last few seasons of Shameless really tailed off for me. For After season five, it really tailed off. Six, um, even the end of – actually, halfway through five, it kind of got a little shitty. Um, six was pretty bad. I thought last season was better. I thought it, last it season was, was definitely it, it was better. I mean – It needs to be I mean, more Shameless. Seasons, yeah, that, I mean – how much more can they get? I mean, I, that's the thing. Frank does some crazy shit. Yeah, but I think they they did kind of pull back the reins a little bit once that whole storyline uh, with Ian, well, not with Ian, with Lip and his teacher kind of went by the wayside, and he was like serially obsessed yeah. with her. Once they kind of went away from that, the show kind of dulled itself for a little bit and kind of got less to pardon the pun, shameless. Now I think they 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 need to pick it back, back up. Back to the roots a little You're, bit. You got to get back to the and roots. Everyone's older, so everyone's going to have more of a story now. So I'll finish. Even if the show goes for 10, 12 seasons, I'll finish it out. ABC pushes up the date for Agents of Shield to return, but they did not give a specific date. It was originally January eighteen. They're thinking um, to tie in with uh, November of this year to tie in with. Uh, 
something that ends in humans right before that. That's right. Exactly. And it, which it makes sense to, to tie it in with Inhumans. Just will people go see Inhumans and or watch it? We will find out. I think you will try. I, I, ha- you always I have, have to. to. I have to. You always try. That's the one thing Sam will always try something. Just like me, I'll try it, but I don't know how much it I will might get. Might be five minutes, and then you turn it off. <laughs> I did. I did episode one of Luke Cage. I did three episodes of Jessica Jones. I have not started Iron Fist yet. Um, Just watch them first before you. Iron Fist is last. Okay. Well, I want to do them in the order they came exactly, out. Exactly, so. as, as it should be done. And we're and we're going through Daredevil. So I mean, listen. The problem with that is we got until Friday of this week. We have only a few days left, and Defenders is out six days from now. It. It actually snuck up on me. I you told know, you that this yeah, morning. You're it, like, what? And I was like, damn, I just I just forgot that it's coming so quick. I've, but, of course, I've been caught up. So I'm, I'm raring to go. And I am not there yet. Is there – now, you've seen every episode of all four. Everything, yeah. If I were to stop watching every show right now, would I be lost, do you think, for yeah, Defenders? I think yes. Yes. Okay. You, you uh, that's, a, that's a grueling task yeah, for me because no, I don't. I'm not feeling Jessica. You can't. I'm not feeling Jessica Jones, man. I'm not feeling it. Just, I love Kristen just, Ritter just and she's tough it out. gorgeous, but just, I'm not feeling it. David Tennant makes that show. He, he is finally introduced. I'm starting I'm to see. You, so just give it another Kilgrave two episodes. Is, is there? I'm telling you. Originally called Purple Man in the comics, by the way. Mm-hmm. But just just watch it. I'm telling you, David Tennant makes that show. There's so much to watch. There's so much to watch. I forget. Plus, I'm going back through the old yeah. Batman Arkham games again. Yeah, that's I've walked in on you playing it. I, I'm I, instead I'm of really playing invested. that, maybe you should be watching Netflix. That's but, all I'm saying. But I am invested in that at least. You are. You are. At least I'm, I, I'm. I'm glad to see you actually trying. Oh, I love the Arkham games. I did, even though I didn't. I, like I was DC. talking about the Netflix. I, oh, know, Netflix. I know, I know, you love the Batman games. Yeah. Uh, so we'll switch it on to the movie section of the show. Uh, the Dark Tower <laughs> tops the box office, even though it did not come out to a favorable box office, uh, at least from a monetary standpoint. It did not kill at the box office. Kind of flopped a little bit. Nineteen point five million. But does that state? I mean, this is the end of the summer blockbuster. That's kind of the the where we're at. The early August, mid August, looking at. Or does that say this movie just sucked and there's really nothing else out well, there right there, now? I, I didn't I didn't see it personally yet, so I can't give my personal opinion. It has an 18% Rotten Tomatoes. A few people I saw said just said it was okay. It has a $60 million budget. It only made $33.4 million worldwide. So right now, that's probably considered a bomb. Yeah, and, and after that opening weekend of 19.5, um, that was just domestic. That was not including worldwide. Uh, when you look at Box Office Mojo for the top 10 movies that weekend, it beat out Dunkirk. Dunkirk made 17.6. The Emoji Freaking Movie, which is just another I piece can't. of shit. No, I can't. Uh, 12.4 million. There's a YouTube channel I really like called IHE. It's I Hate Everything. Uh, he does a 25-minute review of the Emoji Movie where he just just tears it apart, and I'm just like on the edge of my seat, like I, this I, is better than the movie. That means he actually had to sit and watch the movie multiple today. times <laughs> oh, too no, to no, formulate no, an no, opinion. No, no. Uh, four was Girls Trip. Five was Kidnap. Six Spider-Man Homecoming. So that movie is just not doing no. Well. It's it's. I mean, it's. I don't get it. It's getting good reviews. It's, it's getting, getting positive good, but, vibes. But then again, this is what the, the sixth one. Six Spider-Man film. Are people tired of Spider-Man? I think it might have been too soon. But they have to. T- they had to do this because no, they're, they're tying they, him they in the MCU. To, but it just. We're getting a little tired of it. And me, I'm, I'm not the biggest Spider-Man fan as everyone else is, but yeah. I still enjoyed the movie. I can't believe how much of a pop Tom Holland's Spider-Man got in Civil War, and then how and little, it, and how little this is. And, and I know that. The um, Marvel Studios, Sony, they got to be a little disappointed in, in, in the in the gross. Maybe Spider-Man's just better off not carrying his own film, as we're going to find out with Flash. 
I'm, I'm, I'm I, kidding with you again. I just like to break your balls about that. But I, I, I honestly think it. And Spider Man is my favorite hero of all time. Um, and, and I still will has openly yet to see the movie. And I will openly <laughs> say it's because I don't like the movie theater. I, got, I, I, I hate the movies. I, I hate going to the movies. It's, the, it's a horrible experience. I hate popcorn. I hate the smell of it. It makes me sick. I'm in a dark theater with strangers. I don't like that. I don't. <laughs> I don't like paying twenty bucks a head. I don't. I, that's why you got to go early. I, mat- I don't. I cannot go I mean, see a matinee. That's why I'm just hoping next week Friday. I don't want to work. I want to be up at six to start my defenders. I, I'm, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. This is not a knock against you. This is not a. Please don't take it that way. I just. I'm I can, it like I that. don't have the. I'm it. I, I don't have the option <laughs> no, to, course, to do a Friday morning matinee. Of course. Or I would probably love the movies. If you tell me I had a theater to myself it's, for six bucks a pop, exactly. yeah, I'd be in. It, then it's like it changed your whole perspective. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not paying six dollars for pretzel bites. No, that's, and I don't even eat the cheese. I sneak in my food. He does not sneak in his food. I do. Why not? He does. I don't want to get sued. Nestle bunch of crunch. I freaked that. I'm just kidding. I'm not spending eight bucks on snacks. You're crazy. I need I, the propeller water goes right in my pocket. I'm not spending five dollars on a drink. Number seven was Atomic Blonde. Number eight was Detroit. Number Great nine, movie. War for the Planet of the Apes at six million. And number ten, still hanging around, Despicable Me three. And that's Ashley's favorite movie franchise like ever and she still hasn't seen it which just says that we just don't go to the movies now i used to honestly used to love going to the movies 29 2010 2011 that's all i did i'd go to the movies all the time and there's nothing to do we go to the movies i'm just not feeling it anymore Oh, we're older now you know i guess i'd rather be home with my other priorities and i don't and And or just being lazy staying home that's right and i don't use any of those services that people do to get the movies in their house i don't do any of that i prefer to give the the money that i have to the film and the creators to make them profit help them profit that if i don't see it theaters i usually buy it so that's right uh but the dark tower flopping but I'm very surprised that the other films on the list, like Dunkirk or Spider-Man, I mean, people are on vacation. I get but it. But Dunkirk made its money already. It so. sure did. But Chris Nolan never disappoints. And I'll tell you, I, I, I mean, Interstellar sucked. I, I loved it. Chunks. It, it, I, blew, I it, blew, still, it sucked chunks. It didn't blow chunks. No, it sucked chunks. I cannot look at a bookshelf the same. Super Troopers 2 completes its post-production, and the release uh, schedule is now in Fox's hands, says the production company. In Fox, we trust. I mean, it's a long-awaited sequel. Everyone loved this movie. That's, I'm still that's waiting. That's a decade Plus, I'm it? still waiting for my sequel to Beer Fest. I would love that, but I doubt that's ever happening. But hope to see Super Troopers too. James Cameron revealed that Colonel Quaritch, that's how I call Colonel Quaritch, the Steve, Stephen Lang's character. Basically, I love Stephen Lang. And he's a great actor, fantastic actor, who will be the villain in all of the Avatar sequels. To me, Sam, this is a spoiler. So, because we now know he's going to make it through to the last movie. Why am I going to go see? I have never seen the first one. I never will, and I'll never see any of these. But why would somebody now want to go see two and three when we know who the villain's going to be in four? Doesn't I mean, make sense. I to mean, me. to me, just knowing his character from the first one, like he just wants all these. Basically, the avatars he wants gone, and he's he's. It was oh, I guess he was a, a the Navi. excuse me a general the Navi. Yeah, he wants obviously to kill them all. I mean, no matter what, I, I'm still going to say it. The impactful character moments will not be the villain meeting his maker. It will not be him maybe, getting maybe, his comeuppance until at least he, the fourth I'm sure film. he has other lieutenants or something that's going to be a mini Are we really going to be invested? Oh, I watched uh, the first one. Do you like the two, first one? I, to me, yeah. I'd like the first one. I mean, this is where we have to end the podcast. <laughs> all right, guys. Late. <laughs> no, no, never but, never again. Episode 55 dude, was, is where it stops. To me, that's like the first film of where 3D actually 
I felt something on 3D. Like the effects were awesome, and I I think if you gave it a it shot, it was one of the first 3D it, movies and, and that was it, shot. It was for probably 3D, the yeah. best 3D movie, uh, definitely for its time, and it probably does still. Like I said, That's I can't saying. judge. I've never seen it. You have, and you've seen a lot of movies in 3D, so you have stuff to compare I've, I've, it. Definitely. To. So I mean, but I'm not going to be like, oh my god, favorite movie ever. But I'm, I'm I'll stick it. I out. will never invest a cent of mine That's into no, it. No I won't even watch it for free on demand. I just don't. Those movies will never grab my attention. I don't care for them, and I don't want to care for them. James Cameron, nothing against you personally. That storyline that I don't – I'm not in – Okay, how do you really feel about – I'm not in – I'm not in to the Smurfs trying to save their village. They're I'm a little just, bigger than the Smurfs. I'm, I'm just trying not to do that. I'm not all for people that commit suicide based off of the damn Navi. I'm not down. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Disney, um, this is a huge story. We're probably going to spend a couple minutes here because there's an update to the story, too, that we found late last night. Disney is going to pull all of its movies from Netflix and start its own streaming service in 2019. doesn't have a name, doesn't have a title, anything like that. But to me, that's great for the customer. Uh, not great for the customer. I mean, it was smart for them. It's a great business move. The customer now has to invest more money into another streaming service on top of their Netflix subscription. However, broke late last night that Netflix is in negotiations. They're still alive to keep the Star Wars and Marvel films on Netflix. So only the Disney animated and live actions go to that streaming service. So it, it makes sense for Disney to do this because Disney is a multi-billion dollar company why, why wouldn't you start they your own, own everything why wouldn't you start your own streaming service to me it's a no-brainer and of course Netflix having you know enough money for anything of course they're going to throw money just, just keep something on us like just give us something obviously big superhero movies they, they want the biggest they're always going to be top top views to me so I'm sure they'll give Disney a stupid number. Just give them a check. Just write a number. We'll pay it. So I think we're both in agreement that if this happens and Netflix does not get to keep Star Wars, does not get to keep Marvel, that when Disney starts their streaming service, we're both on board. I think we, we can agree on that. Um, You'd pay 10 bucks a month for Disney de- content? Depending, because most movies I buy. Just I know I hear okay. you. Depending on their price and what other services they provide, what, sure. o- what other stuff they show me. I would need a I would need a good incentive. You'd assume to get it. you'd assume though that all the TV series and and that kind of content comes as well. Well, of course, but and, and I want to see the other titles like that because the movies, the superheroes, I own all of them. Right. So to you me, you can that, imagine though, animated Avengers stuff like that could eventually make but its that, way. Animated, it, all the assuming Clone assuming Wars and all that stuff. assuming that gets pulled from Netflix and depending on the price. I'd have to do more digging, do my homework, and wait for more information. So now let's say Netflix gets to keep the Star Wars and the Marvel content. Uh, They'll pay, I'm sure, a billion billion bucks for that. Dumb money. Uh, Do you feel as though Disney content standing on its own is worth $10 a month with no Star Wars, no Marvel? If I had a child, different story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For for, for just me, just to get the Disney service, probably not for just me. But if I had a child... You know, like I said, whole different story. I'd probably get it. I wonder what happens to, let's say, like Nick Jr. Disney Channel on demand. Does Disney Channel stay in existence? Does Disney Channel go away now? Do you take all the content you get I with your can't. cable subscription and now have to pay for it? But but I'm still in the same boat though, with a, a child. That's right. going to that's going to be that's going to be the brother, factor. My brother has three young kids. The okay. oldest is Boom. five. He, he so that's where it. I'm thinking. He gets it. Okay, but, you know what d- I mean? but does he? No, I'm saying, you know, when you get to Disney, if, if they take off the cartoons, they have to. He has to. That's what I'm saying. He of course, to. he's going to get it then. But if they don't take it away, why would he get it? If he has everything on demand already. Uh, listen, I pay ten dollars a month. I know for the Little Mermaid. I hear. I well. know. Lion King one and a half. Well, you just buy them. 
I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. I'm, I'm just saying any it, of those. I'm saying if, if Ash really wanted them, you could buy them for ten bucks. They're all bucks. over there anyway. There, I have a Disney Blu-ray section. I'm sure you do. Right here. Yeah. So all Disney stuff, and then Scott Pilgrim. So <laughs> so there you go. So you, you honestly don't even really need the Disney Channel unless, you, like I said, you have kids. Yeah, I go through the vault and I buy all the Blu-rays for exactly. the vault for, so, for the so lady So you just, just wait to see for more information. Uh, I did not. That's, re- that's a big move. I did not read this next story because I don't want to. Uh, this is not something I'm, I want spoilers on. This is not something I want to hear anything about. Um, it's quite frankly something I don't care about until it comes out. But there are new details about Princess Leia's arc for The Last Jedi. I, I didn't read it also. <laughs> I didn't want to. But I, I saw the link. It was. I, I thought about it. I said, you know what? I'm going to wait. And yeah. I didn't read it, but it's good. Of course, there had to be something planned for her. Come on. So we will say this. If you want to learn more about her arc, there are stories out there now. Comicbook.com. Yep. Uh, Cinema Blend. IGN. It's yeah, all IGN, there. If you, wanna, if you want to go, go find it. Go read it yourself. We did not want to get the spoilers for the last Jedi. It's in December. We're already yeah, we're right August. there. It's we, there we waited this long. We waited this long. Let's just wait until the last Jedi comes out. I'm sure... I, I, you know who I'm interested to know if, if he read this article? Sean. Sean Kirchner. Probably, of course. I want to know if he read this article or if he stayed away from spoilers. I feel like he's a non-spoiler guy. He's going to text me. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure he, I read anytime it. Anytime now. I read it. <laughs> and he's going to and he's gonna <laughs> yeah. say, yeah, I, I read it or I didn't. He he, uh, all, he shoots me texts and Instagram stuff saying that he, he's a big fan of the show. So thank you for listening. And again, while we're on that quick topic, Ryan Simmons, again, shout out to Ion Ryan on YouTube. Uh, check him out because he, he writes on our timelines after every episode. Give us yeah. a little feedback each. Appreciate it, brother. Always appreciate everybody listens. Toto uh, giving me text messages, called out Sam for his Hulu prescriptions. <laughs> last <laughs> you, week. you need them, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, but let's get back into the stories. We have still a ton to get to, and we're an hour and 11 in. The live action Lion King film casts Alfrey Woodward as Sarabi, which is Simba's mom, and John Caney or Connie as Rafiki. That was Luke Cage's dad. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I couldn't, couldn't like put a face on him, but I mean, I. In John Favreau, we trust. Oh yeah, I so think I, I, have, if, I have no doubt that it's going I've, to be a fantastic film. I've said before that I love John Favreau from an actor, from yep. a director, anything he does. He had me outside of, outside of Iron Man two. Um, no, I, no, no, no. I, I still, I still liked him in two. He was still did good. He and happy. Do, did he? Did he direct two? I know. Did he direct three? I think he directed. No, he did not. He did not. He did not. Three. He wanted to. He directed he one. One and two. Yeah. Um, then Iron Man two was okay. I think they go in order of, of is Iron Man two and then three from top to bottom for me for those. Well, movies. to me, it went one, the so one, one, two. Well, to me, one, two, and three were that's you know. Yeah, that's the order that I prefer the, to watch. Same. Them. So good. Uh, first look at Cable uh, in Deadpool two. Josh Brolin looks fucking vicious. I, I thought he looks badass. He looks really good. He got re, he got real Jack for the role. You know, of real course Jack. they had his, his eyes shining like he looked great. I I cannot wait to see. He Deadpool looked like too. a mix of Kano from Mortal Kombat and the Bionic Commando. Uh, Except for the fact that the Bionic Commander's wife is his metallic arm. Just a robotic arm. Think about it's, that. It's his wife. <laughs> but that's fine. But no, yeah, but he looks, he looks I, dirty. I can't, I can't wait. He looks real dirty. I'm excited. Brian Reynolds put it out on Instagram. Then Brolin put it out on Instagram. Then, he had the one he was Marvel. shushing. And yeah. they show you the whole full body. Yeah, then Marvel put it out on and Instagram. Then, you know, and then Rob Lightfield, the creator, was like, I absolutely love this. So And, and it looks good. great. And that just gives me all the hope in the world for Deadpool 2. Uh, because now we know. Oh, there's set photos it. being released all over the place. So. It's coming. Guardians of the Galaxy spinoffs have been discussed. Um, I, I again have still not seen God, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. I it is ready to go digitally. If yep. I want to watch it, it'll release really soon on Blu-ray. So I'll probably wait for the Blu-ray and watch it that night. However, uh, I forget who it was that said they wanted it. Maybe it was Vin Diesel that said he wanted like a Groot 
Rocket Raccoon spinoff. But apparently it's going to be the Revengers, potentially. Ravengers. Ravengers, Revengers, whatever. I'm thinking Revenge for, like, yeah. the Avengers, but the Revengers. But Ravengers also works because it's Ravage. I got it. But uh, I didn't see the movie, so I don't know anything about all that. I remember James Gunn saying that when he cast Stallone, he kind of saw him in, like, a major, like, down to, like, a major role. So I kind of think maybe this spinoff has something to do with with Stallone being a major character in this film. The Avengers 4 officially starts its production. The film comes out May 3rd, 2019. That was also a story that broke later last night. Yeah, so they're, they're filming the second one. After the trailer from the first one that I saw, dude, it's... Talking about Infinity War. Of course. The first and second one, I, yeah. I can't wait, man. And this could be the last time we see Chris Evans as Cap, so... I can't, I can't believe that. No, yeah, we, dude. Because we got his trilogy. Dude. We got him in four Avengers films. That's eight times we see Chris Evans as Captain America. He is no longer Johnny Flame. Oh, no, he, he, he outgrew his flame on. <laughs> uh, Rogue One's Riz Ahmed is in talks to star in the Venom film, but reportedly not as Carnage. Yeah, I, I first saw his name. Everyone was like, Carnage, Carnage, Carnage. And yeah. No, no, it's not. But, I mean, hey, whoever he is, just, I don't know. I don't know how I don't want. He's to get one of the pilots. He's one of the uh, one of the uh, Middle Eastern pilots in there. He's got a nice mustache. Wears the goggles. But, but then head. again, you know, you you'd know as soon as you saw his face. Young guy. It, it don't matter. I'm still going to see this film day one. Yeah, absolutely. Tom Hardy's Venom. Yeah, that's like, it. That's it. <laughs> that's all you need. That's like really all you need. I I would wonder who could play Carnage. I I don't even know. I can't even think. Jason Statham. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Cranston. Bring in Steve Aaron Austin. Paul. Aaron Paul. <laughs> Wonder Woman crosses $400 million at the, the domestic box office, becomes the third highest grossing Warner Brothers film of all time. That was my original trivia question, or what two films did it uh, is still are still ahead of it? In the DCU? Or is it just... No, it's in Warner Bros. film history. Wonder Woman is the third highest grossing film behind what two films? You know them both. Very, it's probably very well. the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Yes, yeah, makes sense. I mean, they they both made over a billion dollars. Yeah, so. one, two, and three: Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and Wonder Woman. So yeah, so I wish you asked me that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but and so Wonder Woman worldwide is at seven hundred ninety-five point four million. Awesome. So it's going to cross eight hundred. So nice that's awesome. See, it's nice to see that both domestically and worldwide, it's kind of equal share. Nice. It's good it's, to see it's that kicking Spider Man's ass. I mean, anything's kicking Spider Man's ass right now. Oh. Dunkirk is probably no, 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 no. I wouldn't say that. I world, it, world, worldwide, not, no, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I'd be interested to see those figures of how close it is. Uh, Wonder Woman's digital release will be on eight twenty nine, and it'll be getting physical Blu-ray, DVD, all that good stuff at four K Ultra, all that on nine nineteen. So we still got two. Yep, I'm yep. sorry, one. We got a month and a week. Yeah, a I'm, month and a week. I'm, I'm buy the physical copy. I always do. Uh, absolutely. Always I, do. I'm very tempted though to to buy the digital on Comcast, like on demand. Very tempted to do that for Guardians nah, just, of the Galaxy 2. Just wait. I, I, I want to watch it so bad, though. But I am going to wait. I'm going to wait for the physical. Always got to wait for the physical. Uh, Justice League reshoots. Uh, we we know they're happening. We know they're expensive. We know there's a mustache involved. Uh, but the reshoots will include adjusting the tone of Cyborg in a major way, says Joe Morton, the actor who plays him. I don't like it. Well, Joe, Joe he was the one. Joe Morton, I, I think he plays the Cyborg's dad. father. The, the, dad. the doctor. I meant to say the dad. So, we, we, which is okay. But, but still, I told you Cyborg was like the one I'm looking forward to most because I don't know a lot about him. I wanted his own solo film. I've said it multiple times on the pod here. 
I'm I don't know what they're gonna do. I hope it's like a darker they, they, time. I, I, but well, I think that's it was a little bit too dark. I think with Cyborg, mm. I think they toned it down. Because if you watch like the Teen Titans, Cyborg was kind of like a, a, a jokey figure, to, well, stuff like Teen that. Teen Titans, they're no, all I hear kind you. of jokey. They're yeah, teenagers. I, I hear you. But these are not the Teen Titans. This is a damn Justice League. These are men. Yeah, and a woman. But we'll you know we'll, we'll see what happens. Batman is getting a flying fox vehicle in the Justice League. A damn flying Batmobile, for Christ's sake. Well, I Did you mean, see a picture of it? Well, I think I saw they were all standing next to it, I yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah I mean, but it's, it's but he's got everything. He had he the does. Batwing, he had the, the submarine bat thing. He, he's got everything. The so. Joker, uh, I'm sorry, before Batman versus Harley Quinn even comes out, we now got a trailer for the next one, Batman versus Two-Face. I'm, I'm pissed. I meant to watch that trailer before. You didn't watch I, it? No, I didn't. Ah. I, I put it in pocket. I, I meant to watch it, but it's the last time we're going to see Adam West's yeah. voice. Yeah. The Cape Crusader. It's it's going to be a day going by for me. I have to. So after this, I'm I'm going to watch Charlie. Two Face. That's a good top three for us. Would be Batman. Top three Batman villains. That would be a really good. I'd be interested in in that. But I think we both know our number one. Um, but there's so many. No, but we, but we could we could just take the Joker off the table. I'm I'm totally down with that too. That would be really good too. So uh, maybe in, the, in the future we'll yeah, we'll, we'll think that. about that. But that Two Face is definitely a consideration for me. I'm a real big fan of Two Face. I like the Two Face I prefer is the Two Face from the animated series where he's got the white suit and cut down the middle. He's got like a blue face with boils on it, okay. kind of deal. That's my favorite Two Face. Tommy Lee Jones actually no. wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. Yeah, it was just it wasn't terrible. It was overacted. It was overacted. Yeah. Well, isn't that the point though? That whole yeah. that whole era of Batman was overacted. Yeah. Jim Carrey was overacted. Um, Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger was way overacted. <laughs> Too many puns. So, I mean, everything was an ice pun for gosh sake in that movie, and uh, you know. So, but neither one of us saw the trailer. But again, it's out there in the ether. Go watch it. James Wan says that shooting Aquaman was very technically complicated with so much of it being underwater, and they have to make sure that while the waves are flowing, the hair is flowing right, and then the shirts are flowing right, and everything there it I needs mean, to be right. I kind of figured that. <laughs> but here's the deal. The reason I even put this here is when I go see this movie, I'm going to be really particular when I watch it on purpose, just to see if I catch anything. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to do that, but... I'm sure it was tough. I mean, come on. You're filming underwater. I mean, so far, the little bit I've seen him swimming underwater, it looked great to me. Sure. But I cannot wait to see the, the 10 Aquaman's seconds, first uh, solo freaking film. Was that 2018 or 19? I think it's I think it's next year. Mila Jovovich is going to play the Blood Queen, the main villain in the Hellboy reboot. That's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm okay badass. with that. She, Mila Jovovich is a badass. And obviously, fame, all the Resident Evil movies. Still haven't seen that last one, though, but... I'm okay with it. As we said like a month ago, Daniel Craig is going to be the the uh, Bond for Bond 25. It is now 100% official. He's he back, signed, baby. He has signed on to be Bond in Bond 25. I'm perfectly okay with it. I'm pretty sure, at least my humble opinion, he's my favorite Bond. Despicable so. Me, talked about that a little bit ago, uh, has now become officially the largest grossing animated film franchise of all time. Trivia question number three. What's next? What came? What did it Toy Story. Be? No. No? That was my original thought. No. You would think. It's not Cars. It's not Cars. It's not Lion King. It's not Lion King. Mm, What other ones had a couple titles? This particular franchise had um, at least, I think four, but at least three main series films in theaters. It's not How to Train Your Dragon, not like that. The third one didn't come out yet. No, you're thinking too far. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's recent. Of, it's not recent, but you're thinking too far out there. It's pretty right under your nose. It's not something you really have to think about. It's a pretty main series movie. Yeah, I can't even think. Shrek. 
Okay, they made a shit ton of movies. I think okay, there was Shrek Forever, maybe. I think there was a fourth yeah, one. If there was wasn't, like then I made that up. Okay, that makes sense. I, but Shrek was the, uh, the highest I, grossing I, thought, I, was like, I, was, I was thinking it was Toy Story. So I was like, just wait for Toy Story 4. Coming, coming soon to theaters August 16th, so uh, in just a couple days on Wednesday, Deuces comes out. But on August 18th next week, we have Logan Lucky, The Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds that, that and Samuel good. L. That Jackson. Looks good. The reviews are out. I just didn't read them yet. Patty Cakes with a Money Sign. Dave made a maze, and that's it. And then Storeship Troopers Trader of Mars is on the 21st, but we'll get into more of that kind of stuff a little bit later. But uh, really, just it's Friday, it's going to be Defenders, and then hopefully Saturday or Sunday morning, I can see the Hitman's Bodyguard because that looks funny. That looks hilarious. <sighs> I like Reynolds. I like Sam Jackson. What, what do you mean? Nick Fury and Deadpool in, <laughs> in a non-Marvel in, movie, though? In. It's kind of weird. Moving over to the gaming space, Game Vice. Yeah, I saw this if one. If you've never heard of them, you're not alone. Uh, they are suing Nintendo. If you've never heard of them, you are alone. Over the design of the Nintendo Switch, saying they copied their idea for the WikiPad, which is a tablet-type device that they had... Uh, in development, they are demanding that Nintendo halts all Switch sales and pay them damages. Did you see what the WikiPad looks like? I I, I saw like the I guess the concept oh, the concept or I saw some type of picture, but it, it looks it looks, it's sem- it looks very it looks close. similar. The, now it doesn't have detachable handles like the Switch does with their Joy-Con. Um, could have been they the, added the that to D-pad, make it different. The the analog sticks in the right place. You're, the you're button look, configuration. You're, you're looking the right like place. they probably got the idea from it. The way I'm looking I, at you, I don't necessarily know if they got the idea from it. I mean, like I can come up with something in my head, and you can come up with something of, in your of head course. independently. I mean, obviously, dates of patents are definitely um, will come into play. Are definitely. definitely there, but I mean, if Nintendo got their patent approved as well, I don't really see their being a lawsuit here, I think it's somebody's had something that they could try to think is similar, needs money because you know the wiki pen ain't going nowhere. They're going to try and get what? Nintendo to settle with them, make a boatload, and go buy a, 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 an island somewhere. And, and they could do most certainly, and just Nintendo could just pay them off just to get it out of there, just so they don't want that bad press. It makes sense. Yeah, and it's, I get it, it. It's similar enough that there's there, there could be a case there. But the Switch is killing the game. So why wouldn't you try to hit it? Especially exactly. if someone you think someone stole your idea, you're telling me you wouldn't try to fight for so it. So here's my issue. Switch came out in March, March 3rd. Okay. It is August 11th when that story broke, August 12th today, so it broke yesterday. You waited five months maybe, to say, hey, this brand new thing that's killing the game well, kind of looks like us. Maybe it just took time and you know, sure obviously they court proceedings, all that crap, and it, uh, it took a while. Understood. When you have a small development company like that, have you ever heard of Game Vice? No, I did not. Have you I'm ever saying, heard of the Wikipad? No, so I did not. So do you not. think their legal team is really the size of Nintendo? That's what I'm saying. So it probably took them longer. They had to build a case, find the right people, see if they actually have a case. I don't know. I, I feel like but we would have heard I'm about I'm interested this. to see how this plays out. I would be. Sh- I would not be shocked if we never hear anything about this again. If it gets settled yeah. in private, goes away, no one ever hears I'm about sure it again. I'm sure we never report an about an undisclosed it. number was given, and that's all we hear. <laughs> if anything, dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they just wanted their 15 minutes to get their product out there. It could be, hey, and it, and it worked, right? We're talking about it. We're talking about it, but I will forget about it as soon as I say Super Meat Boy <laughs> is coming to the Nintendo Switch, one of my favorite platformers of all time. And I know you're freaking excited. It's so hard. <laughs> that game is brutal. I had it on Xbox 360, got it uh, available for free on Xbox One as a part of backwards compatibility. It's on PlayStation. Uh, it was never on a Nintendo device that I know of. I don't think it was on 3DS. It actually did get a Wii U version, I believe. The same team that's doing the Wii U version or did the Wii U version is 
is doing the Switch version, which is really cool. I don't have a release date for it yet, but it is a day one buy for the third time for me. Second time, I never bought anything else but 360. Um, but it's so good. It's so hard. It's about it's about a little cube of meat. It's a boy with no skin, and he has to save his his girlfriend, Bandage Girl or Band Aid Girl, and um, he is foiled by uh, Professor Fetus in a jar. That's what else more do you need in a plot? It's and, but, so but, you, good. but you may get what you want. Every game you say switch, switch, switch. A lot of games I'm seeing switch, switch is switch, coming switch. out. Dude, so it's get they're getting third party support. Yeah. Now the problem with it is a lot of them are old games that are being ported over. But, but you guys are still going. You guys are still going to get it every day. Almost it seems like it's really Tuesday. Tuesday, Friday, but still, uh, it, it, there are new games coming onto the Switch eShop all the freaking time that I'm like finding myself invested in that I would buy that I never thought of before simply because I can take it on the go. There is a game that recently came out called Severed. It was on PlayStation before, so it's not a new title. Again, it was ported to Switch. The issue with it, though, and I can see this happening with smaller games now, is it's only available in handheld mode. You cannot play it on uh, your television. But that, I don't think that's going to stop people. Like people like you, like you know, absolutely you love that. I handheld. agree. I agree. But how are you going to stream it? I don't know if you can because it okay, won't dock point. and play. Good point. Well, so just, well, maybe they just wanted to release it to get out there and then patents or, or some people. I'm sure there are people out there that have never taken the switch out of the dock and only no, play it as no, a home console. I can't. You don't see know. That. You don't. We don't know that. I can't see that. We don't know. I still play my switch. I would probably say 70, 30 handheld. When I want to stream, yeah, I play it on TV. Uh, when choice. I play Splatoon, I want to play it on the TV. Uh, I like the Pro Controller a little bit better, and I like playing that type of game on my television. Uh, Legend of Zelda, I'm, I'm about 50-50 on that. Mario Kart is almost exclusively handheld because uh, the only time I play it on my TV is to speedrun it. But mostly mostly I'm, I'm handheld. I'd say 70-30. But to have a game that doesn't even let you play it on TV is weird. But we're getting a lot of titles on Switch. We still don't have a virtual console. E3 was back in June. Yeah, it's, it's August. It's two months later, and I still, I, I would still love a virtual console like today. No, I don't, but not this year. I don't see I don't, that coming this year. I can't. I really can't either. Now, Gamescom is coming up in two weeks. It's basically E3's little brother. That's your la- it's your last hope date. Maybe it mentioned in it's, 2017. It's, the Germ- it's in Germany, uh, so it's Europe's version of E3. Basically, there's hundreds of thousands of people. It's actually bigger not, than oh, E3. Say, if not more. There's, it's actually bigger than E3 from a uh, attendance stand attendance standpoint. Um, Nintendo's going to have a booth. They're going to have Super Mario Odyssey. They're going to have Sam- uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Fire uh, Emblem Warriors. So they're going to have a presence there. Um, they also recently announced the Nintendo uh, World Championships are coming back in 2017 with a playable part of Super Mario Odyssey for folks as well. That's cool. Um, the qualifiers are over the next couple months at various Best Buys around the country, so anybody can qualify just by going to a Best Buy. So there's a lot of things Nintendo's doing. They don't have a press conference lined up, let's say like Microsoft does. Microsoft tends to own Gamescom. PlayStation has PSX in December. They have their own PlayStation experience. Nintendo doesn't have anything like that, but what Nintendo does have is the Nintendo Direct, which they can drop at any time. But there's no date given yet, nothing like that. They usually that. don't th- announce their Directs for like two or three days beforehand. They usually don't give us uh, much time to wait. Which is smart. Maybe which like is smart. six days, sometimes seven. Um, they, they drop... Before Gamescom? I don't think they're going to do one before Gamescom. They're going to probably wait till after, but we aren't getting a lot of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon news, so maybe they're good for a Pokemon Direct. We're probably going to get another Direct before Mario comes out. The end of this month, in just two weeks... 
Um, Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle comes out. I know you were hyped uh, about that one. We got that. Yeah, we have Mario Odyssey coming October 27th. So we got a lot of stuff that are the major titles coming out for the Switch coming out soon. So we're probably going to be getting Nintendo Directs coming up pretty quickly. However... The first details for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon have come out, and it reveals a new Dusk form of Lycanroc. Lycanroc, the dog yep. Pokemon, uh, Rockruff. He has in Sun, you could get the Day form, then the Midnight form, where it's up on two legs, all yep. creepy looking. That's the one I preferred. preferred. Okay. Um, but now Dusk form is, is going to be available through Nintendo Network. So basically, if you buy the game between launch day and January 10th, you can log in just right on your, on your you game. You get it for free. Get it, the Rock Rough for free that will evolve into the Dusk form of Lycanroc. Did you see the pictures? I saw the picture. Well, I did look up the picture. I thought it looked okay. It, it, it looks looked really okay. like the, the midday yeah, form. It looked okay. It, it doesn't really... It, it didn't has, like jump out and be like, oh my god, but no, it was okay. I don't understand where they're going with all this Rock Rough Lycanroc stuff. They're trying to shove like a Lucario thing down our face. I, I do I, I, I do like Lucario. I can't though. stand him. He was him. my bully. I like Lucario's pre-evolution a lot. His hyper punch was, it was like it killed everybody. Mega punch it was maybe. the best. I forget what it was. But yeah you're right. But Nintendo Network from November 17th to January 10th is when this free rock rough will be available. So there's plenty of plenty time. Of time yeah. Plenty of time for you to get this this dust form of Lycanroc but it will be the only chance you get to get that. That is really the only thing we have uh, of Pokemon. <laughs> for Pokemon which is fine. This time last year it was news yeah. every week. New trailer, new we Pokemon. literally had so we were overloaded with Pokemon. There was we we talked about it briefly on the show before, but there was like a 4chan leak that on August 6th we were gonna get this crazy trailer with all this stuff saying new Alolan forms and stuff that never came to fruition, nope. as we kind of figured. So we'll keep you we'll keep you uh, up to date on anything that comes out with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I will buy them day one. I will of play course. Ultra Moon, but I'm telling you now. With that Switch version on the horizon in the next two <laughs> years, right? It's coming. And this being the same game with just a different story, I don't know if I'm going to be as invested, if I'm going to drop another 80 hours like I did like Sun and Moon. I was at 82 hours when I stopped playing. <laughs> haven't played it since January. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while myself. Um, would like to pick it back up. Actually, it's a lie. I did battle Ryan um, WrestleMania weekend. I just had one quick battle with him. So I did play it once. But at least not, your 3DS still works. Not really much story going on there, but I will be plugging my 3DS in again because Metroid Samus Returns is coming out in September. That's the big September release for them in between two Mario games, which is really cool. But Metroid Samus Returns will be getting a special edition new 3DS XL. The game is not included. There is potential for a bundle later, and it's a $200 machine. So any Metroid fans out there, this is your chance to get the Samus uh, 3DS that you've never been able to get before. And that's pro- it's probably going to be badass. I mean, it I, does look badass. I still have my special Pokemon 3DS XL. Which is it's still badass, too. Yeah. That thing looks really good. That's got Lunala and Solgaleo. I still got the box. I kept everything. It looks badass. Don't F that up, dude. I won't. I won't. Don't F that up. I, I learned from you and the GameStop guy. Uh, we talked about Gamescom already um, and what that is. So we'll switch over to some Xbox stories. Xbox One is getting Spotify. Oh, wow. I actually thought they already had. Didn't they have their own music? I thought they had their that's, own. That's the weird part is they're getting Spotify now. I wonder why. Uh, Spotify is huge. This is another pl- – another, they're just trying to get people on their platform, man. Yeah. Because it's one Spotify? of those things like – That's like 10 bucks a month subscription. Spotify can be free, but there's ads and stuff like that. Yeah, but who wants – that's like the Pandora thing. You yeah. pay for get the ads going. And Spotify is is the new hip streaming service for, film, I for mean, music. I so. would use it if it – obviously, if I had free – data but i don't so to me getting that just it doesn't work out for me but i know a lot of people love spotify it's an easy way to listen to music i'm just looking at a cat he picked up his cat I picked up my little cat she was roaming around us i was hoping she was purring and i put her in the not, microphone. not one purr to the mic <laughs> <laughs> i'll put her down 
There you go. But I mean, hey, Xbox, you got to do what you got to do to get keep your people around. Well, the Xbox One X is coming out soon. Um, they're getting crushed, so they got to do anything to get people on their platform and staying on their platform. So we'll see if this works. They also have made a bunch of a, a bunch of changes in their uh, uh, in their UI that you can now customize your homepage, and it makes it a little bit more user friendly. Um, but they are making fundamental changes to their achievement system, and basically they're going to reward folks who basically just play one game exclusively. The thing that pops out to me is speedrunning. You you grind and grind and grind and grind at a game, and once you get all the achievements, they're done forever. Now they're they may add on a couple more things. What okay. they're hoping for is the people that just play one game. Maybe if you only have Madden, and that's what you play. Yeah. You won't get this crazy gamer score if you only play one game. Right now, the achievements and trophies for PlayStation are, are aligned to reward you for buying a lot of games and beating those games to get that crazy score. Plus, your games list is super long. Xbox is going to try and reward those who just can only afford one game yeah. or two games well, a year. It's about time that they had a nice little reward system. I'm, I'm good with that. I yeah. think I think that speedrunning achievement whores... Like myself, like yourself. <laughs> are perfect for something like that. Definitely. They will now also allow anyone to apply for and be in the Insider Program. The Xbox Insider Program is basically a preview program. It lets you, you play you games the before they news. come okay. out. You get all the insider stuff. Um, you That's can, pretty it's sweet. It's part of the Xbox Preview Program. So just another way to get people excited about Xbox. The issue is they don't have many games coming out. PlayStation's just crushing with exclusives. Xbox started off really strong this generation. They did. Uh, they had a and very, lost, very. Steam. They had a very, very early lead. They lost it pretty quickly, but they lost a lot of steam because when PlayStation Four dropped, uh, it just it didn't have any games. And then it's just all of a sudden, now game, 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 game. They're just popping exclusives like Skittles. Really <laughs> do, doing really well. So good for PlayStation. My PlayStation is on right now. My Xbox is not. We're using the WWE Network, which sucks on PlayStation, but it's what I'm watching it on because it's what's plugged in right now. It's, it's working good. I, you know what I mean? I don't see no no lag or nothing. The, the, the interface sucks compared to Xbox. Okay. Xbox's WWE Network kicks ass. It's really and their Netflix and their YouTube and all that stuff. It's much better. It, on the but it was Xbox. it was made for like the, the support TV and you know streaming I, stuff I'd, like I'd that. I'd rather play my look at this. These are all my games. Three Xbox One games. I got rid of everything else. I got a Wii game. One, two, and three. two of them are Gears. Yeah, two <laughs> of them are Gears and one's Overwatch. So and everything else is PS4 or Wii, Wii U, Switch, stuff like that. Um, Let's see. Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wilds, the big DLC pack for Horizon Zero Dawn for PlayStation 4 and exclusive, will be now release on November 7th. So we got a release date on a very hyped up uh, piece of DLC. So that's really good for everybody that's out there playing and loving Horizon Zero Dawn. The issue with that game is it came out the same week as Zelda, or I think the week before Legend of Zelda. So uh, It didn't really have a good chance. Oh, it, it, it did. It's it's selling like hotcakes. Well, it's it's, uh, it it's, it's, it's called following. Obviously, us being not really like, like racial million, games like unless it's initial copies. D. It's it's got yeah, like, but, like it's I said, so it had crazy. a cult a cult following. We have not to be. We're not on that list. I am not on that list. No, I prefer my games, uh, not to. I told you, like we're initial D fans. That's it. Like <laughs> plain and simple. We don't have to think of something. That's the truth. Yeah. Well, uh, this game is. I mean, it's a big open world game, just like just like Legend of Zelda. It's the same. Basically, it's the same game, just starring a female, um, and. For me, it's got like an RPG built into it, and that's where it lost me a little bit is the RPG factor. I love, I, I love and hate open world games, but when you add an open world RPG style game, it's just so much. It, it, I feel like if you go away from that type of game for two weeks and you come back, you forget everything yeah, okay. you did, I got forget you. where you are, and forget where you're going. And that's where I'm at with Legend of Zelda. I turned it on the other night for the first time in 20 days. And you didn't know what the hell you were doing. I had a lot of fun. I played it for an hour. I just kind of went around. I, uh, I, 
stole a horse, rode it around, ate some crabs. Um, uh, a little kid took me to a hidden thing where I killed a stone monster with my arrows and, and guardian sword. Had a good time with it. But, like, I'm only playing for, like, an hour. And, and just you get bored of that's it. That's it. Okay. I'm not even bored. I'm just, like, overwhelmed. I'm like, what do I do now? Everything? Got it. Like, okay. There's so okay. much shit to I'm do in that, that game. Uh, Ubisoft opens a brand new studio in Stockholm, Sweden, just to make a brand new massive Avatar game. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, I would never buy an Avatar game ever. But in in the I guess the news of the upcoming Avatar two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, they're they're preparing for some, some big news here. <laughs> Esports could be included in the twenty twenty four Olympics. I don't like it. I don't like it. Give me I don't want Olympics to include you yeah. know you know what's coming in twenty twenty, right? In the Olympics? Skateboarding. Is it okay that's pretty cool though. No, you don't I don't want skateboarding to be on that kind of level. You know me with that. Yeah, I, I, yeah of course. One song, one, one song gets popular for Greg. He's done. But to me, it, it, not, it's, not it's, so much anymore in like music more, and movies. But, it gets but it skateboarding, more, it's I'm more still. out there. It's on TV more because I don't see people skateboard on TV, like on cable or something like that. So for me, I, I think it'd be cool. It's called Street League. Yeah. All the damn top pros are in there. Nigel Houston wins every single one. But Who's going to win? I Nigel still Houston. think it would be cool to have just the. You got an Olympic gold medal? Oh, wow. Was it wrestling? Was it track and field? Was it something traditional? No, it was skateboarding. It was vert. And. And soon it's gonna be soon it's gonna be Call of Duty. I mean, you got an Olympic gold medal for killing somebody virtually. Well, what, what did I see? What was it? I think it was ESPN two. The Ocho. They, they were racing drones. Yeah, it, it was ESPN. It 80. looked madness, but I was like, holy shit! There's a drone e- racing. ESPN U for one day this past week turned into ESPN eight. The Ocho from Dodgeball. Oh and my so they God. did. They That's aired awesome. all this crazy, stupid content. They did some esports stuff, but then they did that game where it's it's uh, ping pong, but with your head and like a uh, soccer ball. No, no, they did that. They did not for they me. Did, uh, curling. They did the drone racing. They did a lot of fun it stuff. Was it was crazy. It's a got, fun. They activities. got a pop from the ratings, and that's what ESPN needs. They're they're hurting. So, uh, but good for them. There was an official Fallout board game announced based on Fallout Three and Four for sixty bucks, the same price as a video game. I like board games. I'm happy I mean, to see stuff like I this. I mean, I like board games. I just haven't played board games in forever. I know, like, a big game that's, like, in my family with my nieces and nephews up. We play Uno a lot. I love Uno. That's, yeah. like, probably our our number one game that we play. If we have, like, a family gets together, that's the game we're, you know, talking shit and having fun. Would you consider Uno a board game or a card game? That's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's... I, I couldn't even think about like, the bachelor party. We didn't play any board game. We played a lot of poker. No, I would say we, it was definitely more of a card game, but board game... Dude, the last board game I played was probably, like... Sorry or something. Do you remember the, and I know you played it with me over Carmen's house. He was the only person who had it. The Pokemon Master Trainer board games. I, I think I remember. You went around Kanto as I remember Ash, something like that. And you could get Pokemon on like Pogs. It's faint though. It's they came faint. out with three of them. Oh. There's a really good YouTube uh, YouTuber called J- the Jaywits and he does, he did a review, like a 12 of minute of review game. of each one. Really, that's pretty cool. It brought me that's back, cool. man. It brought me back a <laughs> lot. I'm like, this was Carmen's basement. I mean, I remember we Pogs. <laughs> yeah, man, Pogs was awesome. We uh, we actually just talked about them at work the other day on Tuesday for some reason. Uh, NBA Live 18, not 2K, the good one, but NBA Live 18. There's a demo out right now, and the cover athlete this year is James Harden of the Houston Rockets. So good for them. Yeah, James Harden, he's a, he's a great basketball he's a great player. Great basketball player. I don't know how he plays his his beard, but good ball player. I will say this. There, here come the upcoming games coming out uh, this this coming week. But I'm going to start with the biggie, with the big one. Twenty dollars, PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch. The PC version has been delayed two weeks, but 
three days from now, we're going to be playing Sonic Mania. Uh, it's funny you said that. I was on Amazon last night, literally going, ah, let me let me look for that physical copy. I didn't see like the good one. I saw the big collector's edition statue, but now that you said, yeah, it's basically a digital code. So yes, I'm going to drop the 20 bucks and get Sonic Mania. It's it's a must for me. I cannot. And as, as I know wait. you're getting it oh, for absolutely. Switch. I will be getting it for Switch, not for PS4, PS4 which I did myself. buy the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 on because it's not available for Switch or else I would have. But yes, I will be getting my Sonic through Switch. You know me. I'm probably going to buy it on everything. Yeah, probably, why not? <laughs> if I buy it on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, that's 60 which is the price of a normal game. That's how I'm justifying it. StarCraft Remastered, Sudden Strike 4, Matterfall, Observer, Beacon, Sonic Mania, Agents of Mayhem, Minecraft Story Mode, Season 2, Episode 2, Troll and I, uh, Undertale for PS Vita and PS4, the 25th anniversary of Night Trap, which we talked about a few months ago, The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing 2, um, Conan Exiles, Thumper uh, for Xbox One. Thumper's really good um, on Switch. And let's see, this is too far away, so I won't get into that one. But they're the games coming out this week for your uh Sonic should for take all it. of your platforms, but Sonic. Uh, I think it should. take Starcraft it. Remastered has a good chance because of all the PC following and just the following that has. But Sonic Mania, it's on three different pr- platforms. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. Yep. The reviews have not rolled in yet, but they will That's in the okay. next couple days. Day one by. Even if it gets a one, I'm in. Of course, a twenty dollar old ha- school Sonic to. game. You, have you absolutely it. have to. And really quick, just to to end the show, SummerSlam is next week. It will be six hours long. It's getting a two hour pre show. Wow. And a four-hour main show. There will be a bunch of matches on the pre-show. We'll have a full preview next week of the card because they keep adding to it and changing it. Bailey hurt her shoulder, so she will not be partaking. Um, Ava Marie is, is not coming is, back. She has been released. <laughs> uh, Dash Wilder has uh, hurt himself. He's out for a couple months, so the revival and the Hardys are probably it will not be happening anymore. So they might have to find something new to happen with the Hardys. Maybe it's time to break them. Oh, yes, yeah. wonderful. Uh, they have teased. Uh, the that Matt Hardy is awoken instead uh, of broken, oh, so he might be woken. Matt Hardy, yes, I've woken funny. from my slumber. Yeah, I know you love it. It's my favorite. It's the best <laughs> gimmick in wrestling. Uh, and Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Finn Balor said in an interview he may not be the Demon King. However, a poster came out last night, and he's in Demon King. So we'll see if we get Demon <laughs> Finn versus Bray Wyatt. But we'll have a full preview next week. But that has been episode fifty-five of We Podcast, and we know things. We appreciate you coming along for this ride. Please go back. Check out last week's bonus episode, Surgeonella, the early November, Joseph Paula. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Six hours of wrestling? Aren't you embarrassed?